This is Walt from Tell em Steve Dave and AMC's Comic Book Men, and you're listening to Misinfo Podcast. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 294. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Wow. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, damn glad to meet you. <laughs> yes. Uh, God, I feel like we've been online chatting forever, and finally we meet. Oh, thanks for catfishing me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're not at all like your profile picture. <laughs> you you look like Ace of Cakes, but I don't think you're him, so like you kind of lied. It would be a lot cooler if I was him at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a little while, huh? Yeah, I don't know how long. I don't even know why I continue to pay the hosting fees. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's been well since the uh, the Star Wars recrap. I know. I just don't remember when that, that was. That was uh, at least a month ago. Oh, for sure. I think at least a month ago. Yeah, it. Uh, you know, every time that this happens and we get way uh, out and haven't haven't recorded for a while, I'm always like, man, we. We're at a we're at a point where we should be able to get a regular recording schedule. You know, we both work regular hours. Like, how do we not? And then something happens. Yeah, and I, nothing has really happened. I mean, other well, I mean, you've got something going on. Jesus, just lately, just for like the last twelve days of my life. Yeah, what's that? What's going on? Kidney stone. Like the real deal, huh? Like the real deal. Like the worst thing I've ever been through. Like vomit inducing pain. So <clears throat> I I don't know anything about kidney stones, right? Yeah. So I need you to take us through. Like, so d- does it just come on, or yeah. is it like, hey, I don't feel right no, for a couple it, days? No, no. Like for me, it just came on. I woke up at like five in the morning on a Saturday morning and got out of bed because my back hurt. And I was like, what the fuck? Maybe I just need to like stretch it out. It was a deep, like a deep ache, and not in a right. place my back usually hurts. Right. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? And it just kept getting worse. I woke him up and I tried to get her. I was like, can you try to dig in and see if you can find like a knot or a spasm and get it out? And she couldn't find anything. And it, it just kept getting worse. And I bet you within 15, 20 minutes of that initial like hit, it got so bad that I threw up. 
Wow. I didn't even make it to the bathroom. I threw up in the kitchen sink. Wow. It was just fucking brutal. And were you like, it's a meningitis. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, what's happening to me? I don't know what it is. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I had a feeling that maybe was what it was. And then Kim started Googling while I was heaving. Oh. And she was like, yeah, I think you have a kidney stone. I was like, God damn it. Oh, so emergency room then? Or yep. Is that, I mean, is that common practice to go to the emergency room? Um, so. Are you just a bitch? No, I think. It, it, it is like if you okay i'm sorry so for from what i understand is if once you've had them and if it's something that you've been through before and you know that that's what's going on mm-hmm. with you they'll just give you medicine and treat it like pain pills and like mm-hmm. something to like they'll give you flow max to help you like dilate your ureters so that you can pass it more easily that can go on forever but uh when since I'd never had it before, they insisted on, they wanted to like actually test it and do a CT scan and really make sure that that was what was going on with me and then find out like how big it was. Is it, was it even going to be one that I could pass on my own? So, so how big is it? Four millimeters. That sounds really big. Apparently five and up is the, is the marker for like, you're not going to pass it on your own. So I was just under the mark of where they expect it just to come out on its own, which sucks because they, like they don't want to do anything about it. They just want to let me pass it. Doesn't and, doesn't four millimeters sound really big? Yeah, when you're. I mean, I thought you were going to be like. When six you're talking microns. about it having to come out your peep, that sounds terrifying. Well, I mean, as a guy who's had a Q-tip shoved in there, I know, yeah. and you didn't like it. No, exactly. No, so you don't want it coming out the other the opposite direction. No, yeah, no, but at Fuck. least stuff's supposed to travel that way. Fuck. Yeah. Know? Yeah, but if it's got like stag horns like poking out of it that it's going to try and rake through on its way out, like oh, fuck, it's horrible. I know. So, um, so they so they scanned it and they're like, oh, you got a four millimeter distal, whatever the fuck they called it. Um, that size you should pass on your own. and they're blowing smoke at this point. Like they got me hooked up. I'm on morphine. Finally, after the second dose of morphine, I was finally pain free for like an hour. Wow. And really like, and I was oh, like, you can tell me anything you want now. And they're like, you'll pass it on your own. I'm like, cool. And they're like, probably within 48 hours, lying fucks. It's been how many? 12 days? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's Today horrible. is the first day that I have been relatively pain free. Oh, God. Like, the first few days were the only days that I was in so much pain that, like, if I wasn't also on nausea medication, I was in jeopardy of just, like, the whole vicious cycle starting over. But, like, those first couple days, other than when I was in the hospital on morphine, I was in so much pain that it made me feel so sick that I couldn't get past that because I couldn't eat or take my pills because I just kept feeling like, like I couldn't even drink water. Cause I was like, anything that goes in me is just going to make stuff come out of me. Uh, well, and yeah, you don't want to take your pills and then puke them back. <laughs> exactly. Up. So right. I was just fighting for like three days. I was just like, we finally went back to the ER a couple of days later and I was like, all right, we got to do this again. You got to put me on some stuff so that I can feel good enough to take some of these other things. And then hopefully we can start from there because I'm getting nowhere. Oh, you went to ER, not like urgent care or something? Yeah. Well, oh. uh, yeah. Uh-huh. The second time? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you got good insurance, brother. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, I'm, it ain't going to be cheap, I know. But uh, oh. I was just like, holy fuck. But at that point, I also didn't care. Like, it, it was so awful that I was like, anything that will mute this, even for a little while, oh. is worth it. And then my sleep schedule was dictated by my pain and nausea. Like I basically could sleep whenever those things were dialed back enough oh, and that was it. So oh I, I was off work for an entire week. What a way to waste some of your, you know, personal time, huh? Oh yeah. Cause you, you work at a place where it's just all one thing. Yeah. There's no sick time. So There's I was no, just oh like, my God. so I was like, you fucking fucks. And then, uh, I would almost welcome it cause I have 
1,400 hours of sick time. Right. That's not even my vacation time. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, well, you would not welcome it, let me no, tell you. No, yeah, you're right. Holy you're right. shit. I was, home, I was home for two days the other yeah. day. We'll get to that. It was, <laughs> but, yeah. um, like, it was brutal. And then, like, once I was past the pain and nausea enough to start taking medicine regularly and, like, trying to treat either symptom, what I've discovered, for me anyway, is that I can handle searing pain or I can handle nausea. I cannot handle searing pain and nausea at the same time because it's just fucking mean. You just, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, you're just uncomfortable. Give me one like, terrible yeah. thing or the other, not both. Yeah, you're having to deal with, <laughs> like, your brain, like, it's two sensations that your brain can, like, your brain can cope yeah. with one or the other. But when your body's getting, it's, it's almost like getting, being hot and cold at the same yeah. time. Like, this is, I can't do this. Right. I, I, I don't know how to one. balance these two things. Right. right. It's almost like it, it's, it's got Star Wars in the title, yeah. but the movie is The Last Jedi. Yeah. It's, it's your torn. You can't, your body can't <laughs> fucking process both. Right. So then once I finally got to a point where it was a little bit manageable and I could start eating, then I could start taking all the pills. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first chunk of days they had me on a narcotic for the pain yeah and that was fucking my stomach up so bad that like when i wasn't nauseous from like the pain i was nauseous from that and i'm like what narcotic were you on vicodin oh are you fucking addicted now no oh (laughs) luckily i didn't have any of that and that's the other thing i was worried about i was like if i'm on this shit for 12 days right like Luckily, when I went back to the, when I went to my doctor a few days later, they prescribed. And you're shaking. You're like, I took all of them. Yeah. I need more. Well, I like, yeah, they were starting to make me feel weird. So I started breaking them in half. I was like, I know it's going to hurt, but like, I got to start dosing off of this stuff. So I was breaking them in half and only taking half. Right. And then they, thank God they just prescribed to me like 800 milligram, uh, ibuprofen oh. and got me off of the, like baby stepped me off. You're of like, the I can just take six from my existing right. cabinet. I know. It's the same thing. Well, but my, like, I, it cost me like a dollar to get them. Yeah. So right, whatever. Right. But, um, but they're like the size of a football. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're large. It's like swallowing two Mike and Ike's at the same time without chewing them up. <laughs> and you then, can't do that without popcorn. I know. <laughs> insane. Um, but so it was like one host of problems after the next, like nausea, pain, and then like upset stomach and like, like, but like y- your guts feel like you have diarrhea, right? but your butt's like, nothing's coming out of here. That's probably the narcotic. Yeah. Yeah. It slows down your digestive system. Yeah. So nothing. So then I'm sitting here, I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying desperately to put food in me so that I can get some strength back. I'm taking these pain pills. And now, on top of all that, I started taking, like, laxative because, like, I got to get some of this out of me. Like, at what point do I – I can't identify – Oh, you're a fucking I can't mess. identify if I feel like shit because I need to eat more or because I need to shit. And that's why my stomach's like, – that's a miserable feeling when you don't know what your problem is. And I'm just like well, – Hey, as a guy who's lived most of his life not knowing right. what my problem is, I, I can agree. So I was just like, what the fuck? Oh. And then I called my doctor the other day because I needed a refill on the like the dilator one. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and then I was like, hey, so I have an appointment with – I was talking to his charge nurse. I was mm-hmm. like, I have an appointment with him on Thursday, but if I haven't passed this thing yet, is there any point in me coming to see him? What are we going to do? And she put me on hold and she came back. She's like, yeah, he still wants to see you. And I said, well, of course he does because he can bill me for it. (laughs) Like, so I swear to God, if I go in tomorrow and they do nothing or like. Like, He's not going to try to go in after it, is he? No. No. (laughs) I don't want that either. (laughs) Oh, God. That just sounds terrifying. Yeah. Hey, we can put a drain snake up you and get it out that way. Oh, God. Nope. Uh, how do you feel about the term auger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. No, uh, oh, oh, I only feel good about it if it's that gel you put in a petri dish. <laughs> yeah. I don't want anything that's gonna run on electricity or yeah. gasoline power. So, and I know 
I know that everybody says that kidney stones, like the worst, one of the worst pains you'll ever experience. And some people say it's worse than childbirth and I'll, I'll never know that obviously, but I was talking to somebody who has done both and yeah. they, they said their kidney stone was worse. No shit. Yeah. Well, it's cause you can't have an epidural for a kidney stone. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh like, God. Holy shit. Oh man. That makes me, <clears throat> that, it just makes me want to drink more water. Yeah. Like, cause well, isn't, that, isn't that one of the ways to, one of the ways is yeah, dehydration. If your if your urine becomes too concentrated in any of, if you've got like any imbalances in there, like too much, if you're getting too much calcium, or too much sugar, whatever, right. the stuff can crystallize. Right. So yes, dehydration is a huge one that I wouldn't think is my problem. Every once in a while I get a little dehydrated, right. but, uh, but you drink a lot of water. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's all I drink that and coffee. But so I hope that's not mine. And then if you're, if your urine has more uric acid in it than it's supposed to, and I don't know how what causes that either, that's another thing that can cause them. But there, apparently there's like four or five different kinds, uh, and some of them sound worse than what I had, so I'm not uh, too... That's, it's making my dick hurt. Yeah, I'm not I know. lying. Well, like, that, just listening to it, it's I like, know. Ah, so today, So today's ah. the first day that I haven't been in pain, which leads me to believe that I'm getting ready to pass it finally. Um, but, like, it comes with a different... So, like, I've had... To, I feel like... I've had to pee so many times today, and every time I piss, I feel like I'm not done, even though I am. Right. But the feeling that I have to piss isn't in my bladder; it's in my dick. Like it's that's where yeah, I, I feel wonder, like I have to I wonder to piss. if it's in there. That's what I mean. Can, like you can feel that there's something right. in there, and you think it's pee, but it's not. It's yeah. It's not. It's no moon. <laughs> it's <laughs> I a hope. space station. Oh, I better not. I better not. No. <laughs> well, but here's the I thing: know. if it was gonna hurt, yeah. If it's in there, if it's in your dick right now, like if it's in your urethra, yeah. If it was going to hurt, it would be hurt. I know. I, I think. Yeah. Um, because it had to, in order to get there, it had to move. You, you would have felt it. You just, move, had to, you just had to Death Star reference it. Because now I figure like that's how they blasted out of there is you got to get Luke in there to go ahead and fire a <laughs> proton torpedo down. And then those things aren't much bigger than two meters wide. Better Luke than Porkins. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Oh, He's going to bang off every fucking side. His oh, fat ass. No. I don't want any more pain. Oh. So you, you think you're coming down the home stretch. You I feel think, pretty good. Yeah, I think so. That's good. Thank fucking Christ. Don't ever get another one. Yeah. Because that's... Well, and then it's so bad. Okay. So, like, the pain from this, the constant nausea, just being on pills to treat kidney stone, and it made me go, like... And then the nausea medication they give you is the same nausea medication they give, like, chemo patients to deal with theirs. And I was like, oh, those poor fucks. Like, I'm sitting here feeling bad for me. Right. They do this shit, like, <laughs> multiple times a week for life or, like, however long I have cancer. I would not make it. This is what this is teaching me. Just kill me. I would not make it. Just kill me. Kill me already. Fuck it. So... That's what I got out of all of this. Oh fuck, that's horrible. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that you have to deal with that. So hopefully, hopefully, no one I know L ever ever gets one because <sighs> it's yeah, yeah, the fucking worst. Oh, I don't even know. I just I feel like I should get you like some flowers that say sorry <laughs> about your back and day. Sorry about your sorry about your pee hole, man. <laughs> sorry about your my my back my neck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but then the pain, like, it started out in my, like, well, where your kidney would be. Right. And then it would start to radiate around the side oh. and, like, your whole flank. And then for a couple of days, as I think as it was moving lower, I could feel the pain in my right nut, too. Oh, that... <laughs> right. And that, again, just brings on the gut sick. You know right. what it's like when you get tagged in the nuts. It's just right. well, instant, and, like, And then oh. you start, like, do I have nut cancer, too? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Lance Armstrong uh, made it through it. I can make it through it. fuck? He, yeah. He was a prime physical specimen. Because of the steroids. Right. But, you know, fuck. Yeah, uh, speaking of nut, 
pain. So (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, sort of, I I mean, indirectly, um, I, uh, have you had a physical Mm -hmm. like lately? Oh, it's been a little while. Like, Why, what a full physical? like, what did they do to you? Oh, God. <laughs> I got a finger in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a doctor. Yeah, well, yeah, was you a were doctor. just in the waiting room with some other guy. No, it, was, it was a doctor, but, I mean, it was nice because he had Star Trek stuff in there. <laughs> it was <laughs> in your butt? No, uh, <laughs> no maybe. I don't know. Those figures are smaller now. So, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was. it's weird, though. My doctor's office is kind of goofy. Cause yeah. it, it, the minute you walk in there, you feel like you're at, like, an old person's doctor's office. Mm-hmm. And then the waiting rooms are very strange like one waiting room has all gumballs machines what like and and then but the 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 decor doesn't go with what is in the room hmm. like you know it just has basically for their cupboards like kitchen cupboards you know uh-huh. they keep the stuff in and it doesn't feel like a doc it feels weird like this hodgepodge of stuff so the room they took me into had like those metal uh plates that are kind of like comic book covers yeah from star trek episodes yeah. on the wall which is pretty cool and then some star trek uh, toys like some enterprises and oh, stuff, cool. and I was like, "Wait a minute! I think I have," because I'm pretty sure it was that enterprise yeah. that, that the movie came in was one of them, and then uh, the uh, that I've got that tricorder up there, right? Well, yeah. they also have a medical, the same from the same series, a medical scanner with the little ball that. Yeah. And um, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, I have some of this stuff. But then I'm, I'm just like, but this stuff doesn't feel like it belongs in this room. Yeah. So that's the beginning, right? You know, the nurse comes in, takes your temperature and stuff. And and uh, for a while, uh, I, like, I'd have, occasionally have this bump on one of my balls, right? Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's, Not that's no good, good right? Yeah. But I don't like going to the doctor. Right, me either. And then it would go <clears throat> away. So you're like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, and then like a month later, it'd show up again, and then it'd go away. Well, I remember having a conversation with somebody that that's like, it's a thing, and it's like a, it's called a sperm, spermatocele, and like it, it's like, I don't know if it like, like if it's like, cum gets like backed up when in there or whatever. Built up, yeah. yeah, and then it just goes away eventually. It either like kind of dissipates or huh. you get rid of it right you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the more fun approach right so so but i'm like okay you know and for a while i hadn't i hadn't been feeling well like i just hadn't been feeling right, right. And, and and generally i'm a super healthy guy even though i look like a dumpster fire <laughs> like <laughs> like i don't get sick very often and i usually feel pretty good physically right and just something felt off i was tired all the time i i wasn't sleeping well like all that shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna um, go to a doctor. Yeah, and you know, in my in my adult. my therapy guy was like, you know, uh, maybe you want to try ginkgo biloba or this or that because I was you know anxious, yeah. but I didn't want to like take medication for being anxious. And so like there's a lot of stuff all going on at once. So I, I make an appointment to see the doctor. I can't get in for like a month, and and uh, but it's just for a physical, so that it's not like they're like, well, this right. is emergent. We need to get you in. Well, in the meantime, I cut coffee back to half calf. Yeah, and it changes fucking everything yeah like i'm not jittery anymore i'm sleeping great like everything like this is isn't deep, it this is decaf isn't it right weird now. how you can all of a sudden be so much more sensitive to caffeine when you use it all the time well it's it's gotta be it's gotta be my my metabolism yeah you know because i'm also sitting at a weight right now like i'm exercising i'm being fairly careful about what i eat yeah. about my portions and stuff i'm not eating like a fucking a machine you know and i'm not losing any weight so I'm like, my metabolism. And, and that's what I was worried about. I was like, well, maybe it's like a thyroid thing or yep. something. So I'll, I'll make an appointment with my doctor. You know, I'm already, you know, talking to my therapy guy about like how I'm kind of down and mm-hmm. I'm not real happy about, you know, my physical shit that I got going on because I'm just like, I feel like a fat fucking load, you know. Yeah. And so he 
he, you know, he get in there and he's talking to me. He's like, why are you, you know, what brings you in? I'm like, well, I figured I should have a, a physical. And he's like, when was your last physical? I said, 12 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, that's a weird number to just pull out of the air. How do you know that? I said, well, that's, uh, when I got my last job, like I had to have yeah. a physical for the job and, and here I am. And he's like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, so we're talking about stuff. He does all the normal listening to take yeah. your shirt off, listen to this, listen yep. to that, you know. All right. Um, and I wore sweatpants because I, I, I knew what was probably coming, you know. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I need you to step up, take, you know, take your pants down, just stand right here. Um, like, he's Doc, like, you'll find that I went ahead and took the liberty of greasing for you. <laughs> well, and he asked me about my balls, you know, and I'm like, well, there's this thing. And I said, but it goes away. And he goes, well, how quickly does it go away? I go, like, within a day. And he's like, and he, you can tell he wasn't concerned at all. Yeah. But he's still going to feel around oh, in there yeah. and make you cough and shit. Right. So he did all that stuff. Doesn't seem concerned. He's like, all right, uh, go ahead and um, turn around and bend over. I'm like, like, oh, fuck, I like, thought. He's like, come on, bite the pillow. Yeah, I thought we were going to avoid this. I really <laughs> did. But I had seen the whole time I'm st- sitting there waiting for him, I saw that there was a glove uh-huh. and lube uh-huh. on the on the, the sink <laughs> countertop. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, I'm only 39 years old. This is uh, this is not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Like, apparently apparently, it, apparently is. it is. And so uh, he checks some stuff, and he's like, any uh, aside from the pressure, which is uncomfortable, any pain here, here, as he's, like, moving around in there. And I'm like, God damn it. No. No. And he's like, all right, we're done. And I'm like, and all I can think, of, think to myself is, I wonder how many people have shit on him. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can think. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, the whole fair. process is, I mean, like, uh-huh. yeah. it could induce that pretty right. easily. You know, I mean, I tried to make sure my colon was empty before I got there because right. I didn't want any fucking incidents. But uh, so then he, he, he leaves. He's gone for like 10 minutes. He comes back. He ha- he's like, all right, everything looks great. Um, if you have any questions, give me a call and hands me this paperwork. And he's like, I go, what is this? He's like, oh, that's for your lab, your lab work. And I go, do I do that right now? And he's like, no, you go to uh, any of the hospitals. He said, I'll get, I'll get my, I'll get the results quicker if you go to Sartori or Covenant. Um, but uh, you need to have lab work done. We're going to draw some blood and mm-hmm. do your analysis and stuff. And I'm like, okay. I mean, is that something I do right now? He goes, well, have you been fasting? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to forego food by right. choice. <laughs> and, he, and then he's like, no, you have to do it. Um, you can, uh, after you eat supper, you know, no, um, just clear liquids and you can have black coffee. He said, but no food. And then you go in the morning. I'm like, okay, well, which is tough for me because my schedule doesn't really right. work that out. So, um, I'm like, okay. So I figured out, I said, does it have to be, can it be next week? And he's like, yeah, that's not a problem at all. So I went and did, uh, and did, got the lab work done. And I will tell you what, that was the most efficient, pleasant experience I've ever had at a hospital. Really? Yep. I went in, I checked in, uh, they took me back to a little room, took my information. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a $300 bill for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it was an offsite. Had he did if he did his own lab work, right. and so I'm gonna get it right in the fucking cajones yeah. on oh, it. I can't, I can't wait to see mine. Oh fuck, yeah, no shit, because you got the ER visit. On. Well, yeah. but I don't know how your insurance is. Like, yeah, I mean, we'll you, not like you took a ambulance there, right? No. Um. So, but you know, they they call me in, and the gal's like, uh, "Is there a a particular uh, arm you want me to 
do this on? I go, well, is there one that's more comfortable? No, there's not. <laughs> so she kind of chuckles. And so she just goes for the right arm. And I thought about being smart. I was like, no, not that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not pressing my luck. I said, are you one of those with a real soft touch? Like, I'm hardly going to feel it. And she says, I mean, she doesn't. She makes no guarantees. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And uh, I didn't even feel her sticking in. hey That's what she said. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was really pleasant. And then, so I haven't done a urine test in a long time, yeah. right? So I was super dehydrated. Yeah. Like, my urine was, like, fucking practically brown. Yeah. Um, but they have this little, you go in, you piss, yeah. and then they have this little door. Mm-hmm. And you just open it up and, and put, put it in and shut it. Yeah. I mean, what way better system than the last time where you come out with your piss in your hand? Yeah. And you're like, who gets this? Yeah. Who, 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 who wants the apple yeah. juice? Who's, who's is this? Yeah, way better system. Yeah. Like, good for them. I mean, once I went and sat down at the lab... 20 minutes in and out of there. Yeah. Done. Out the door. And then they called me later that day, I think. Yeah. Either later that day or yesterday. I mean, I went on Monday morning and I, I already got my results. Not real sure what they were because my kids were screaming in the background. But, <laughs> uh, I heard words like good. However, uh, the one thing that I do remember was when they gave me my cholesterol, the number that she was talking about, she said 108. Uh-huh. We like to see it below 100. Ah. I have never had issues with my cholesterol. Yeah. Ever in the history. The only thing that I've ever heard anyone say about my cholesterol is that is amazing. And now. Especially when they're like, I've seen you eat. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, So that makes me just a little bit nervous because I've never had any uh, medical like cause for any kind of concern. I mean, they're not like, you need to bring that shit down. Right. It's not like it was like 175. No. Like, you need to get down. No. And Jenny Googled it and she's like, you are still well below average yeah like well below for your age ridiculously below right. average right. um so i'm but i'm just like yeah but i don't want to be 108 like i, I want to be i want to be under 100 i, I don't want to be 40 years old right i think that's and it's funny because my my therapist asked me the other day he's like so when when do you turn 40 i said and i got had went in like four days after my birthday five days after my birthday and i said well i just turned uh 39 last week and he he's like oh so is that on your mind and I'm I'm going to be honest, until the asshole brought it up. Not really. <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it. I yeah. mean, you know, if, let's say uh, we didn't have the two little kids and, like, it, we just had the two older boys. Yeah. Like, that makes you more aware of your mortality than having young kids. Because if you have young kids, you still feel like, well, You're I'm right. not old yet. I mean, I yeah, got these... these two little shitheads running around, you know? So it's not yeah. – uh, and that's kind of what I told them. I was like, well, I've got – little kids so i don't really have the luxury of worrying about right. turning 40 because i have to be around for a long time i don't really have any yeah know, choice huh. so I, I guess it doesn't bother me but then when shit like that happens when i have to go get a finger in my butt and my cholesterol is 108 right and i'm like i now it bothers me yeah i don't uh when was your last physical physical Oh, it's been a few years. Not 12 yeah. years, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, they had the P-Door and stuff when I went. Really? So, yeah, it's not new to me, but... Um, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't have to be, though. Like, Kim's brother turned 40, and, like, he's probably in better shape now than he was a few years ago. And, like, I think he's going to run a marathon this year. Yeah, he's a freak, though. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have any fat on his body. Like, he's <laughs> he's some kind of a weird... He used to. He lost, like, 60 pounds. From where? He He got big there for a little while. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Really? See, like, I don't, I mean, he's always been, like, a thin guy. He was, and then he kind of ballooned up, like, when they got married and when they had their first kid and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Huh. 
I, but I'm not. I don't want to run a marathon. No, I don't either. I don't see. But... I, and that's the only way you get like that. You have to subscribe yourself to something that's yeah. going to happen like half a year later, yeah. and you're like, "Well, I'm committed. I have to get ready for it." I, you know what? You know what I'm committed and getting ready for. Eating art of pizza. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yep. I can't believe you hadn't thought of that yet. I, you know, I just that was like it, one of the first things I thought of. I, I've just had so much shit going on, and like I, you know, I bought the C two E two tickets. Hey, folks, we're going to C two E two. I bought the tickets, you know, to make sure that I got them in time to have them mailed here. Yeah, no waiting in line. And um, and then I just kind of like, oh, good, we're going. And I, you know, I was thinking about, oh, we'll go to the Avenue and drink, and right. you know, we'll do all the stuff. We'll go to the convention, obviously. And, yeah. But the pizza hadn't even, mm. which is weird. No, that was the first thing. Because strangely, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts popped into my head, but, and we have one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know. was, that is weird. Well, I wish the Golden Nugget was still there. I know. Because going, well, but it's something else now, right? Yeah, because we, we went. Yeah, and I think we will again. I won't get that Oreo. Yeah, I'm not going to get Oreo the weird pancakes. ice cream waffle thing. But, no. But just some good breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would like to do that probably both mornings. Just yeah. go get a nice a nice breakfast that way you know you know you're not gonna that way when you don't eat again until dinner you're right, fine right yeah. right i'm still gonna i'm still gonna bring the the small suitcase full of granola bars and, oh, and gatorade and shit always that's, um, how, that's how we get by yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to it i mean shit you know i think one of the memory or something popped up on facebook and we haven't been to a convention for three years yeah that's nuts right yep i mean we used to go to like two or three a year i know it's been it, it's weird yeah but. I mean, uh, this growing up. You know up. what's going to suck? What? It's going to suck that it's only been three years, and I bet you, like, after day one, we're going to be like, oh, it hurts so bad. Yeah. Everything hurts. My feet hurt. My knees hurt. Fuck these people. They all smell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a cortisone shot before I can get out of this air mattress. Well, and it's weird that it's only been th- three years, but I already feel like we're going to be the old guys there. I know. You know what I mean? Like, Except you know we won't be. We won't be. We won't be. But at the same time, it's like, and, you know, going... As just attendees, you know? Yeah, not I, trying to do anything this time. Yeah, I mean, I, I may end up, I mean, I'll probably bring the iRig, and, like, right. I may end up changing my mind, but it's like, you know, we don't have any, you know, before we had badges that said that we yeah. were somebody, and it's like, they don't, that shit just doesn't exist anymore, yeah. because podcasting is so mainstream Watered now. down now. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking forward to, to going. And and the, the nice thing is C2E2 is dirt cheap. 75 bucks for three days. Yeah, that's not bad. That's ridiculously cheap. I mean, you're looking at what... It's like at least 120 for Wizard World, yeah. right? Well, and then staying at Casa de Schwartz... Right, will help will a lot. Help yeah. Tremendously. You know, and, and I'm a little, like... That, I'm a little sad. It's nice that we're staying with Schwartz, but, like, I love the atmosphere of staying in the hotel for a convention. Oh, yeah. You know, so... I don't know. I mean... When August rolls around, if we ha- enjoy it, maybe we think about going to Wizard World. Yeah. You know, just because th- that convention is just, it's it's as close to a event, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. as, a, as a Dragon Con or a, a San Diego Comic Con, as we're going to get around here. Yep. You know, people do interact in the hotel and the lobbies and shit happens and you can people watch and order a Giordano's and drink yeah. a case of Miller Lite in the, <laughs> right in the lobby chairs. Oh, it's so much fun. I love it. It's uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it though. I hope the weather's good so Me that we too. can we can walk places and yeah, that'd uh, be nice. It'd be nice not going in like a winter. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, yeah. What, was Walker, it Walker Stalker, Stalker was in so February? Cold. And yeah. We're like, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was horrible. All of the in transit parts sucked. Yeah, you know, and it's like now now that Uber's a thing, you yeah. know, I, I almost wonder if it'd be better just to Uber potentially to the, rather than making Swartz drive. It's just a matter of like being aware of peak times. Because oh. all of a sudden, like, you, on the way there, you might be fine. On the way home, you might be paying five times the rate. 
That's insane. If it's like a peak time. Oh, yeah. I don't understand Uber. <clears throat> That's what happened. Like when we were in Kansas City for Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. it cost us like 12 bucks to get to the, the stadium from mm-hmm. the hotel. Not bad. <laughs> After the concert, the rate was 4.8 times the standard Uber rate. Jesus. Yeah. So we just kept waiting and waiting for the rate. Like we started walking towards the hotel. We're like, in, either way, the ride will be shorter. Cool. Right. And it just, that rate never went down. And finally I was like, fuck it. Like there's one close to us. I'm just going to take it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Uber, and I don't want to talk about it for too long, but uh, and we might not talk about it at all. <clears throat> maybe have you seen the Big Sick? Not yet. Um, I, not a, bad. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I when I was the Big Sick last yeah. week, uh, I watched it uh, the second night. Once I was kind of starting to get better, uh, so I had the poops. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's not funny. Either. You know, and we've we've talked about how I have a phobia of throwing up, right? Yeah. So, so th- Thursday, Thursday we went and got our taxes done. And, you know, I absolutely refused to go out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So we're like, well, let's go to dinner Thursday instead. We're going out to get our taxes done. We'll be out. Grant will watch the girls. We'll, we'll be fine. So we're like, well, where do you, I was like, where do you want to eat? And I didn't feel right. Like, I, nothing sounded good. Mm-hmm. But I was hungry. But I wasn't hungry. And it didn't throw up any red flags, you know. So I was, And so I, she had said, I had said, you know, we haven't eaten at Famous Dave's in a long time. She's like, or Texas Roadhouse. I said, yeah, but Texas Roadhouse is so loud. Yes, it is. It's just so loud. They don't know to just shut that music off. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Just let me eat my fucking rattlesnake bites or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need that. Uh, she said, well, let's go to Famous Dave's. We haven't gone to Famous Dave's in a long time. It's always really hard to get in there, mm-hmm. you know. We pull up. Place is fucking empty. I'm like, sweet. So we go in. We order. I, or, I I'm glad they only ordered the two meat because I was thinking about ordering, <laughs> like, the, the Dave's Feast or whatever. And I only ordered the two <clears> meat <throat> meal. And I ate, but it was just, like something didn't seem right you know like i was eating and i ate everything and i got uh rib tips and barbecue chicken and i was using all the sauces and stuff and i just that's at one point i'm like i don't it doesn't taste right something's wrong but i'm like well maybe i'm just full so we're walking out to the car and i I tell jenny i was like my stomach hurts (laughs) and and she says yeah i don't feel great either okay so we uh get in the car I had a beer, so she drove home. Um, we get home, get the girls to bed, and uh, we we've been watching The Office before bed every night because she's ne- she hasn't seen it. She just caught it here and there. Huh. I've seen every episode, but oh, yeah. there's been enough gap that I've forgotten most of it. Yeah. So when Michael does something fucking ridiculous, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> exactly. So it's like it's new to me again. Uh, and we're laying there. We watch a couple episodes, shut it off, and I tell her, um, well. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be up in an hour puking, just so you know. Fuck. So I try to go to sleep. I can't get comfortable. I'm nauseous. I got the spins. I'm cold. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm hot. I'm like, this is this is no good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just willing myself out of puking. I'm like, I'm, I can't puke. I can't puke. <laughs> I I, I'm so scared of it. I don't like Why it. Why are you scared of it? I don't know. It's just a thing. It's always been that way. I've always been terrified of it. Okay. Um, and I don't know if it's like a control thing, like yeah, I'm not maybe. in control of it, yeah. but, uh, but I just, I hate it. I fucking hate it so much. And so I'm up about, I'm sleeping about 15 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so about four o'clock in the morning, I finally call into work. I'm like, I'm not going to be in. I haven't slept all night. I, I don't feel good. Um, I'm not going to be in. Um, so then. I stay in bed all day. I only, I mean, I, and I'm fucking sick. Like, I do not feel good. My my knees hurt. My ankles hurt. My back hurts. My yep. shoulders hurt. I'm nauseous. I, I can't get 
like I can't regulate my body temperature. I don't have a fever, but I, like I just right. can't. You know, I don't feel right. So I just watch TV, doze in, and you know, on and off. We'll wake up being nauseous, watch some more TV, finally fall back to sleep. Uh, and I get up. So around five o'clock, Jenny came into the bedroom for something. I've been keeping the door shut to keep the girls out because mm-hmm. um, I'm like I don't want them to get this. This is horrible. Um, well, Jenny had come in to get something and hadn't shut the door, and then she mm-hmm. made supper, and I could smell the food, Mm-mm. and it made me so ill. Yep. Um, so I shut the door. Like I didn't like I had to piss, but I didn't want to go out to piss because I knew this food smell would be Whoa. stronger. It was so fucking like it's making my mouth water yeah, right now yeah. thinking about. It. So, um, eventually I text her <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, does it still smell like food down there? <laughs> and she, she's like, well, it's been put away for about an hour. So I, I go out, I take a leak, I go downstairs to get some more seven up and, uh, all I ate that entire day, like until I went to bed and I, I, I was, uh, uh, probably a glass of seven up and four Tylenol. <laughs> That's yeah. all I ate that day. Yeah. And I had no desire to eat. I, I know it's. Brutal. Like horrible. So I said to her when I was down there then, I said, you know what's amazing that I feel as bad as I feel and I have not puked or shit. And I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm going to go back up. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's like, what? I was like, I think my insides want to be on my outsides. <laughs> and so I, I go upstairs to the bathroom and I shit water. Like, it was fucking horrible. It smelled horrible. Everything was horrible. It was it was like something had crawled up there, died. Yeah, liquefied. Oh, it was, God, and it was then... fucking bad. But, I mean, obviously what had happened was the stuff I should have thrown up made it into my Got intestines. Got rerouted, yeah. yeah. So if I would have puked, I probably would have been okay at the end of the day. Yeah, you would have got better sooner. Right. And so I'm sitting on the fucking John, and I'm like, I call work. I'm like, I'm not going to be in tomorrow either. Yeah. Uh, this, I can't trust anything that's happening with my body right now. I felt a lot better yeah. after I shit, and I probably shit four more times. <laughs> one time, one time it was literally water. Yeah. Like I heard it and didn't feel it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's... It was fucking horrible. After the first time, I just got in the shower. It's like, yeah. it's like, fuck it. <laughs> this is not. What, there's see, no other way to handle this. See, what is that? Because like. A few weeks ago. It was seriously, it was the week before my kidney stone. Yeah. Um, It was a Friday. They brought in lunch for everybody at work. They had lunch catered in. And we ate, and it was fine. And I bet within an hour of being home from work, I ended up in roughly the same situation you're talking about. I believe it's a norovirus. And and it lasted for like two days. Mm -hmm. And like I I never had a fever. Mm -hmm. But everything else in your body felt like my my joints ached, my back, my head hurt. Oh, I had a terrible um, headache. yeah. Yeah. And then... And then, like, I never felt like I was going to puke. Mine was always just, like, the lower deck. Oh, like, that would have been way better. Um, but it's <laughs> so, so much better. It's all just liquid, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. But I have a new appreciation for puking because... <laughs> because I'm bulimic now? <laughs> because it always... I You always feel better once it's over. It's well, the worst thing ever. I know that. And, like, puke, dude, puking while your kidney hurts oh, yeah. is awful because of the pressure. And, like, it just... It makes it hurt worse. Right. But, like... You do get some relief, at least temporarily, every time you throw up. Well, after and, you're and done. generally, the reason you're throwing up is to get something bad out of your body. Right. It's like you know when you drink too much. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's because you're poisoned yourself. Right. You know, that's why you're throwing up. You know, so I mean, it stands to reason that you would feel better, but I just can't do it. Huh? Uh-uh. Yeah. I, I mean, everything about it, and I went in a couple times thinking, oh, this is the time. You know, yeah. and I even went down to the kitchen, got a bowl, because I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know that I'll be able to make it. Like, I feel so terrible that once the puke comes on. 
I may not be able to make it to the bathroom. Right. I don't. I have carpet. Right. You know? <laughs> I don't need this. Uh, but I just I fucking hate it so yeah, much it that sucks. you know. And and uh, the next day though, I I felt better. You know, after I started the shits, I, I the first I woke up in the morning. I was like, you know, I think I could probably eat something. So I had buttered toast. Yeah. And then for lunch, I had peanut butter toast. Yep. And that all stayed everything. Got the shits a little bit again. And I had some saltine crackers for yeah. a snack. And then I was going to try a ham sandwich, oh. but I just went to peanut butter toast and, and a banana for supper. And the next day, I went to work. And the being up and moving around part yeah. was not great. Dude, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was nice to be out of the house. Right. And I was in a really good mood because I'm like, I need to be out of the fucking house. But... uh yeah, I, I was nauseous most of the day at work. I just didn't, and I had coffee too. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I probably shouldn't have had coffee. See, I still haven't. I I haven't had coffee since this all happened. Oh no shit! Just because for most of the days I was so sick. Yeah. And then like my, I had still been irregular enough that I was like, I don't know if I want to add caffeine to this mix because that right. makes you got to sh- the second you're done with coffee, like you usually got to poop. Right. So I was like, I'm not going to add anything else to this fire right now. And I just to 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 this point still haven't. I foolishly tried to go to work. On a Thursday, the for the week that this happened, yeah, because I was like the pain sucks, but it's like I could probably go do some stuff from the office and like delegate things and right. whatever and plan. So I'm gonna go in, and I hadn't had this problem the whole time until I went into work. Then I was kind of in your boat. I was like every smell that occurred uh, made me want to like completely turn inside out. Yeah, like people's perfume, like the smell of like. Just anything. I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. I was at work for 20 minutes, and I was like, I got to go. And they're like, yeah, you look like you need to go. Yeah, that um, sucks. And that was the nice thing about it is that nobody at work was like, seriously, you're going to miss a whole week? Like, Kim went in to pick up some stuff, and she saw one of my peers, and they're like, how's he doing? And she's like, oh, he's okay. He's thinking he's going to come in tomorrow. And they were just like, please tell him not to. There's nothing going on tomorrow that he needs to worry about. He holds us accountable for things, and we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So they're like, just tell him to take it easy and so like i took that whole week off then i had the weekend off and then i went back monday and monday was pretty rough like just being up for that much that was the most oh, right. i most physical anything i'd done in over a week right so by the time i got home that first day i was like oh, oh i'm what? ready to just lay down yeah when i got home uh sunday i was pretty i was like yep i'm over i'm gonna put on some fucking sweatpants and i'm gonna sit and do nothing when the fuck did we become grumpier old men the movie like when <laughs> we're just jack lemon and walter I, well we've been grumpy for a while but fuck man <laughs> jesus uh you want to hear the story about uh the night that i thought that i was going to be arrested unjustly what yeah yeah so uh um, after, after I went and saw my therapist, I was like, oh, this is when I decided I was going to go with half-calf coffee, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll stop at Walmart because my guy's in Cedar, Cedar Falls. So I was like, I'm going to stop at Walmart because it's Cedar Falls Walmart and get some decaf coffee to mix with caffeinated coffee yeah. to do half-calf. And I've been looking for a laptop to do Photoshop work on. So I checked everywhere. There's hardly anywhere to buy computers in this town. Oh, I know. Right? So I'd already been to Best Buy, been to Sam's Club, been to uh, Best Buy, Sam's Club. That's pretty fucking much it really i went to those two places and because that's really all there is yeah their prices are always so fucking oh, yeah. stupid and the problem with all the places that sell laptops around here they sell like the most generic bargain basement lack well, they're all pacers and shit like well that. well and they'll have some like dell and stuff but it's like they're like i don't want to say floor model but like it's like the most base model yeah with, with it doesn't have the stuff you need um and so i uh I was like, well, I'll check Walmart while I'm in here. I know they carry laptops, and maybe they'll surprise me. 
So I'm looking at these laptops. I can't do anything on them because they've got them all password protected, right? So yeah. this guy comes over. I find one with a gorgeous display. And then there's another one right next to it that I'm like, well, this, the price on this one's all right. And I just need to see what the display will look like. So I wanted to bring up, like, my website with my photography mm-hmm. stuff on it and see what it would look like. So he, he does some digging around, finds what the passwords are, and gets me into the, the HP that I was looking at. Uh, because in further looking at the the other one, there was something about its specs that I knew wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this HP. It's got a quad-core AMD processor. So I'm like, ah, AMD, you know, they're a little slower than their Intel counterparts. Like, okay, well, all right, whatever. Um, and But it had, like, it came with 8 gigs of RAM. Mm-hmm. It was a 17-inch monitor, like 17-inch display. Um, and I'm like, well, fuck, you know, it's uh, the the AMD was specking at, like, 2.5 gigahertz with boost to something like maybe three or something like that. Yeah. It's like, well, that's, you know, that's pretty good specs. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Um, so I, I'm looking and I had to go on to Walmart online to get the specs. Yeah. Well, the price on Walmart online was, it was, it was four ninety nine at the store. It was four forty nine on Walmart online. So I was like, can you adjust the price? He's like, yeah, I can get a manager to do that. So he goes and gets it. Uh, he goes and gets a manager and, uh, then he pulls out the laptop for me. And then he has to go help somebody else while he's waiting for the manager to right. to do the um, adjustment. Adjustment. So I'm standing there, and as I'm standing there, I'm just kind of zoning out. Well, I look at the box, and there's a dent in the box. So when he comes back, I was like, hey, man, I hate to do this, uh, but do you have another one of these? Because I don't want to get home and find out the display is cracked or something. Um, this one's got a, a dent in the box. And it was like a hole. Yeah. Like clearly the corner of another box hit the box and gouged it. Yeah, no problem. So he grabs another one, brings it out. She does a price adjustment. Sends me on my way. I, I've got the laptop with the receipt tape to it. Um, I go over to grocery, get some stuff, uh, buy that stuff, and I leave. Bring it home, fire it up, take all the updates, install Photoshop on it, try to run Photoshop. No fucking dice. <laughs> it, 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 it lags. It's fucking horrible. And I'm like, why is it so bad? Uh, let me go into the, the graphics card and see. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. That's the one thing I didn't look at. Yeah. It was an integrated graphics card with like nothing. Oh, like it had I think it had one one gig of RAM. <laughs> and 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 that just means that it's gonna use so it's gonna use system RAM, like it's a bunch of nerdy shit, but it it's not what I needed at all. So Photoshop is having none of it. And I'm like, God damn it. So I, I uh <laughs> I, I bring it down here to revert it to factory settings so I can return it. Cause did you know that Walmart has a 15-day, no-questions-asked return policy on computers. I did not know that. That is fucking insane. And great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of the selling points on it, because I'm like, well, I'll just take it home, test drive it, and if it don't work, I'll bring it back. No big deal. So, uh, reverting a laptop to factory settings, even though it has a recovery disk, a uh, recovery partition on the hard drive, takes forever. Takes about 15 days, doesn't it? Uh, no, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no, 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 not, not that bad. No, 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 no. Um, but it's going to take all night, right? Yeah. So, um, but I'm sitting down here doing some other stuff while it's it's working, and it just shuts off. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to plug it in. <laughs> you fuck. All right, so I'm like, god damn it. So I plug it in, turn it back on. It says that the the factory reset was successful, but not all of my personal files were removed. In order to remove all personal files, run factory reset again. And the button just says, got it. <laughs> and so I click on got it. It reinstalls Windows. So I have to wait for Windows to reinstall. 
and then run factory reset again. So the 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 original Windows updates and stuff that I it took yeah. before took two hours. Jesus. So that's a two hour process. So before I went to bed, fuck. Um, it had finished installing Windows. So the next morning, I started the reset process again before I went to work. I get home, it's all reset. Um, it was the day of the snowstorm. Yeah. And so I asked Jenny if she wanted to go with me. She's like, not in that. The weather's <laughs> terrible. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm taking your car. I want this off my off my plate. I don't want to be messing around <clears> with this, yeah. this computer anymore. I just want it done. So I drive out there. I go in, walk up to the service counter. First of all, you know, they want to put that fucking sticker on yes. your stuff you're returning. I've got the receipt taped to the fucking box, like, and the lady drops her sticker roll. Oh, and Christ. it unrolls all the uh. way across the fucking store. <laughs> Like God damn! And rather than just taking a sticker from the middle of the she roll, goes and... she feels the need to wind everything back up before she gives me a sticker. Ask me sixteen <laughs> times if that's the only thing. I'm like, I'm standing there, no bag or anything, with just the box in my hands. So I get oh, over to the service counter. I have to wait for like ten minutes because some lady bought a bed that she didn't think all the pieces were there. I'm pretty sure they found out later all the pieces were there. Um, I get up to the counter and I explain to the girl, "Hey, I need to return this." She's like, "Anything wrong with it?" No, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, okay. I said my the receipt's right there on the box. So she scans her seat, scans the box. Quizzical look on her face. Scans her seat, scans the box. Quizzical look on her face. Opens the box, pulls the laptop out, and I see her looking at it, looking at it. She goes, did you buy two laptops that day? I was like, no. She's like, have you bought another laptop here recently? Like, no. She's like, um, I go, does the serial number not match the receipt? Uh, well, it's not that. It was exactly that. Okay. But she didn't want to tell me. So she's like, "Was did you sure you didn't buy two laptops that day? I'm like, I'm positive. She's like, because your receipt doesn't match this laptop. And I'm like, right, the serial number's not right? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yep. He scanned the other box. And then didn't redo the transaction. Yeah. So I said, okay, easy enough solution. Do you guys still have the dented yep. box laptop? Yep. Yeah, call back there. I bet the serial number. So she calls back. Girl's a sweet girl, but she's kind of dumb. And she, I tell her exactly what to ask them. And she asks them, but she doesn't commit to it. You know what I mean? Like she's right. like, is there a dented box back there? Is another, and then she says, or is there another one of these laptops? They found another laptop, but that serial number didn't match, match my receipt. And I go, did you ask him if the box was dented? Because that's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously. And she's like, well, I don't know if it was dented or not. I'm like, call back and ask them because, like, we're wasting our time if – so finally I'm like, okay, here's what happened. And I explained the whole thing to her and I said, can you just call AP and ask them to, to watch the tape back Yeah, and they'll see what happened? And she's like, okay. So she calls them and the motherfucker tells me – tells her, nope, normal transaction. Just scan one box, only one laptop out. And I'm like, there absolutely was not only one laptop out. I can tell you with 100% certainty, this is not the first box that was out. Yeah. And so she calls a, a manager over. And the manager's probably 60 years old. And I'm like, God, I don't even know if she knows what a computer is. And I was watching her, <laughs> I was watching her help somebody else. Oh, and she was, it was one of those managers that, like, I think the manager her manager because she worked there for a long right. time, not because she knows what she's doing. Nice lady, but she's like, now what happened? And I'm like, here's the deal that happened. She's like, so they call they call assets protection again. Yeah. And can you make sure you watch the whole video? Well, the dumbasses and assets protection watch further down, like Instead further in the future, right? Yeah. And they're like, nope, he took the box and left. Um, and then then this is where I start going, fuck. 
this is I, I know what's going to happen here. He asks her what time I came into the store. Uh-huh. And I'm like, he's going to follow me through the store on the cameras to see what I was up to. Right. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, I had an appointment at got over at 4:15, 4:30. I was probably in here sometime we walked through the doors around 4:30, 4:45. Um, it, it was a grocery side, if that helps at all. But at that point, I know he's treating me like a criminal. Oh, of course. And I'm like, God damn it. And so, uh, Jesus. and then I hear her go, yeah, he's at my register right now, 91 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, now they're trying to look at me yeah. to see who, you know, find me as I came through the door or whatever. <clears throat> so uh, she hangs up. He calls back again while the manager's there. Tells them, nope, normal transaction, one computer. No. Nope. And I'm like, no, that is not accurate. That is not true. It's like he's not looking in the right place. So the manager is like, well, let me see if I can get to the bottom of this. So she she leaves. Has gone forever. Like I'm just leaned up against the wall, letting this gal help uh, help this guy who is trying to do a Western Union transaction. He's from like Jesus Africa, Christ. and he's getting pissed off because they want two forms of ID because he's trying <clears throat> to send three thousand dollars through Western Union, and they're trying to explain to him we don't own this machine. We follow the rules that right. come up, and it says two forms of ID, or we can't do this transaction. Why? I need to. I need to talk to your manager. They can't like, do anything about nothing it. Nothing we can do about it. It's it's a third party deal. <sighs> I thought I was gonna have to tackle him because he was getting a fucking. He was starting to turn into an asshole, and I'm like, if he does something here, I'm having a bad day. I'll beat him <laughs> until he he just gives him another form of ID. So I'm texting Jenny, and I'm yeah. wearing a stocking cap, you know. Uh huh. And I told her, I go, uh, I can feel my ears getting red. She's like, try not to freak out. Try not to freak out. I'm like, I'm doing pretty well because I know what happened. Yeah. But I'm angry that I'm still here. Right. Because I just want to go home. Well, why, why did they not just immediately, why did that other manager not go, can I have your receipt for a minute? I'm going to go back to electronics and see if any of their inventory matches a serial number on your receipt. Right, because clearly then I didn't it steal anything. It would have taken anything. them five minutes right. if I, then they would have just done it that way. Then I didn't steal anything. Right. You know, instead they're trying to find the guy who sold it to me, see if he's working that night, all this bullshit. Just check your fucking inventory. So, so. Because <laughs> you know they wouldn't have been able to sell that other one. Well, and I don't know if they would or not. So they have an inventory machine that tells them what their inventory was. Yeah. And here's here's one moment where I'm like, oh, you're cute, but you're dumb. Um, yeah, I, they don't have, even have HP as a vendor. I go, why don't you try Hewlett Packard? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. So, because apparently they must look up their inventory by vendor somehow. Anyway, so she leaves for a while. She comes back and she's like, okay, I think I figured out what's going on. Go ahead and refund him, which turns into another 20 minute process because I made the mistake of paying $50 cash and the rest on my credit card. Oh, never do that. So we finally got it all, get it all squared away. And she's like, do you need this receipt back? And I'm like, nah, it's the only thing on it. I was like, wait. Actually, can I get a copy of it? Um, because, look, this has been a whole deal, and I just need to make sure that it gets credited back to my credit card properly. So I would like a copy of the receipt. Can you just run me a copy? You can keep the original. And she's like, well, I have to go to the front office to do that. And she started the, the manager starts getting all flustered. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So she starts to walk away, and I go, is, is it that way? Because I have to go that way because I needed to go buy yeah. some stuff in the grocery side before I left. And... uh because the girls need marshmallows. Right. They have to have... If there are not marshmallows in this house, 
God save your soul. Okay. Um. So I had to go get marshmallows, and 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 so she just starts walking. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll just follow her. Oh God. So I follow her, and and I was like, I'm going this way anyway. I'll save you some steps, you know. If, yeah. yeah. I'll just wait for you out here. So she goes in. She's in there for like 15 minutes. Comes back out. Well, the the copy machine was not making good copies of the receipt oh, because God. it was thermal paper, you know. So she went into their system and printed me off the transaction record instead. She's like, hey, we have to do this for the college all the time. Just use this. It's good enough. I was like, yeah, it's for my records. That's really all I need. Um, I said, and do you mind if I ask you, what did you figure out caused this whole mess? And she goes, well, I went into the AP office, and uh, uh, he was looking at the video, and I said, why don't you look at the whole counter? Yeah. So she had him bring up a second camera and clear his day other computers sitting there on the counter right pretty bad when a a 60 year old manager has to tell the ap guy how to do his job right and and she goes and and you could tell that she didn't really want to tell me but she felt like she needed to tell someone how stupid this guy was she goes and this is the only part where i kind of lost my cool a little bit (laughs) um she goes uh well and then he's looking at the video and she's like and he's like he's dressed exactly the same he's wearing the same orange stocking cap same black coat because it's winter and, and these are go, my winter attire i go, I go yeah because it's fucking winter <laughs> i was like seriously and it wasn't even the same black coat oh, but it, it's like i'm like really those guys and i said thank you for all your help i appreciate it you know you're so super helpful i went and bought my groceries and i was going through the line i'm yeah. like i realized i never even thanked the the gal and you know obviously i've worked retail right. a lot so i finished buying i i stopped at the customer service counter i go i realized i just completely walked away from you without thanking you i appreciate everything you did and I, I know the hell you're going through because i worked retail for years so thank you have a nice night yeah uh, i'm fucking done with walmart man that was those that guys was though, AC, they really think they're saving the world man well like, and that's they the take problem. their jobs and so they, seriously they overthink everything well, like, that's the thing you know? though they don't take like in your instance where they could have been thorough and looked into the issue they don't take that seriously but when it comes to the other side of their business they take their job so right. seriously well and, and the other thing is too i was i was in electronics for probably 45 minutes like they needed to go backward not forward. i know you know but like i said they don't really need to do that at all all they need to take your receipt back there and look right i guarantee <laughs> you they didn't have more than a few of that laptop on hand right all they needed to do was look Oh, there it is. That one never left the building, right. but that's the one he got charged for. Guess we did make well, a mistake. And, and the part that you know, the part that I wasn't sure about was whether or not the one that I bought was still showing up in their inventory. Yeah, because it should have been. It should have been. And then, like, if they had already sold the one that was your serial number, I would think that their system would have a fit. Like, going how how can how are we trying to sell this again? Right, like, and if they unless, did get to that point, unless the serial number never gets into their system until they sell it. Right, you know, maybe it just knows they got four HPs, yeah, maybe. and then it you know it sells the one just to make sure. Yeah, because it, it, it might just be an anti theft thing. Like, but the it, whole thing, man, what know. a mess! Oh, it was an hour and a half. Fuck off! An hour and a half. Yeah, like I almost went across the street to Target and bought the marshmallows. See. If 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 I if it would have been a super target across the street, I would have been like, "Fuck this place! I'm going across the street to buy the marshmallows." But I wasn't sure that that target would have marshmallows. See, I have no faith in things like that with the AP. Where so like, if I get involved in things, I'm like, if I can physically just go take some footsteps over and do this like the old fashioned way, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to rely on technology because right. people are idiots. Well, and it's like they're just they're so busy trying to like be the hero that yeah. they don't be the hero. You know, like, solve the problem in less time. Well, and it took me a long time to develop the mentality that I don't need to win. 
right at work yeah like i don't always need to win my job should be to be to make everything frictionless well, for everyone it, involved like and, and if it's our fault yeah. it's way easier to find that out early well, and that's what i mean but like <laughs> so know? like and so to, to, to just have frictionless transactions it makes it easier for everyone involved versus like trying to be difficult or like wanting to assume that everyone's trying to get over on you right it's usually pretty easy to suss out the people that are legitimately trying oh, to yeah. Yeah. get away with something when it's like and I'm, and I'm explaining, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm sure they hear shit like this all the time. Well, most people yeah. that are doing things criminal in nature aren't going to go, why don't you go get your AP team for me? Yeah, yeah. As Have soon as somebody says the... AP, they're like, oh, n- never mind. I forgot I got it over across the street. Yeah. And then they leave. Yeah, like, just l- have somebody look at the I'm like, I'm yeah. like, have somebody look at the video, yeah. please, because it's going to be very clear, yeah. like, what's going on if you just look at the video. Yep. Uh, it's, <laughs> fuck off. You know, and it's it's funny, you know, because, I, you know, I... Let this be a lesson to you. Don't shop at Walmart. How dare you think that you can buy something at a physical <laughs> store nowadays? Right. Well, and that's the problem. Like <laughs> buying, you know, it's one thing uh, if, if, if you're dealing with a desktop computer because you can always swap out parts if something yeah. isn't working, right? Buying a laptop online is dangerous as fuck because if it does, if it's not what you need, you're fucking stuck with it. Right. You know, I want to go somewhere and see. So I went to Computer Reboot. Oh, right. I was like, oh, they probably place. got something. Yeah. They're changing their inventory. They had nothing. Jesus. Nothing. And that's not really how they operate. Right. Like, they build you stuff or they 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 order what you need. Right. Well, I, I was looking for something used at this point. You know, I was just like, I just need something to use occasionally. I mean, they, like, if I were to buy a computer, I mean, I could go online right now and buy a computer new for like a grand and I know it would do what I need it to do. Because I can just go to, like, a, a review site, and they're like, this is the best computer for Photoshop. Right. But I don't want to spend $1,000 for something that I'm going to use sporadically. Right. You know, I'd, I'd like to spend, you know, I'd like to, I mean, I'd like to spend $300 on a used computer. But, it, you know, 600 bucks tops, you know, something solid that will just run photo. Because I'm not going to do anything else with it. I'm not going to run, I'm not going to record podcasts with it. I'm not going to run video editing software on it. It's literally just so I can do Photoshop either laying in bed or upstairs when the girls are playing with their toys. Like, it's not like, you know, or while I'm eating breakfast or something, you know, like, Hmm. I mean, because my desktop computer runs it fucking phenomenally. I mean, it's fantastic. It's everything I need, but I can't carry that to Chicago with me, Right. you know? So it's just bullshit. Fuck. And just, you know, Walmart... Walmart's like McDonald's. You know exactly what you're going to get when you go in there. So why am I surprised? Yeah, I know. You know, it's just I don't know. It's we're creating a lot of our own problems as a society, though. Like I'm creating a lot of my own problems as a person. Well, that's true too. <laughs> but just in our quest for constant convenience and like instant gratification, like we're making it, like we are phasing out brick and mortar, right? Like, and then when the rare instances come up where you really do need to get something locally or if, say you need to get something today and we don't live in a big enough city where you get like same day delivery right you're fucked you right. can't get anything around here like well and have you been to best buy lately i haven't been to best buy in years that store is weird they yeah. have nothing like it feels when you're in there like mm-hmm. it's a store that's going out of business well they both they and target are going to be phasing out like CDs, CDs, yep. and they're putting they're trading all their movies over to scan based trading, which means that like the vendors, like third party company and vendors, like own the movies oh, like, and stock them like and mag- manage like them magazines. for us. 
and we don't own we don't make the purchase on that item until right. it goes through the register and then we take our cut and they get their cut but it's not our physical inventory until it goes through point of sale like that kind of thing it's like magazines and greeting cards yes yeah movies and, and cds are all going to the same and chips and bread <laughs> yeah yeah because they're too much of a liability item like well they don't sell like they used well, so, to well so how do they handle loss on that then I don't so think the, it's our problem. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like Amazon's piloting those like no weight, like no weight um, retail stores, like brick and mortar stores. <laughs> where like, funny. It's like <laughs> you go in and I don't know how it works, but like you go in and like, I don't know if it's like the basket or the carts that you use and everything's like RFID tagged so oh, that right. like everything that crosses through your, your cart or like baskets opening, it tallies up and then your phone is how you pay for everything. And apparently it also like, it's so good at tracking all that, that it makes it all but impossible to steal from those places too. Wow. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, they, but <clears throat> back when I was working retail, they were talking about RFID then. And yeah. That was, you know. 13 years ago. Yeah. You know, so well, they're I mean, finally using it in a lot of places. Uh, so could you imagine going into a Walmart or a Target and them not having cashiers anymore because you just are using your yeah, cart Yeah, it's a lot like now. No, but I mean like where you're not even <laughs> supposed to go to one. You just, you got your cart. Except that's never going to work completely because there's always going to be like senior citizens and other people who have like a flip phone. Like right. those people are never going to be well, able those, to do that. Those so people you, just aren't going to shop at those stores. So you got to have it. Yeah. But if every store eventually becomes that shit, yeah. like you well, can't always just go shop at Aldi because Walmart and Target well, don't but take I think, your shit anymore. I think let's, let's say 20 years from now, yeah. everybody will have a smartphone. Yeah. Because all of the people, that, you know, to. I mean, that they're, I mean, they're already phasing them out. Like yeah. they're already harder than shit to get. Like if you want, you know, your like my father-in-law, like he just wanted a flip phone and getting him to get one, like you can't find them. Unless like, you go buy like a track phone. Right. And you right. don't want to do that. No, no do you that. do not. Um, well, as long as we're talking about shitty stuff. So, <laughs> Fuck. um, uh, okay. I want to, well, I'm going to talk about this thing first and then I'll see if I have, if, if I'm all nutted up and ready to fucking talk about the other thing. So, okay. um, I went to a comedy show. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Two Sundays ago. Um, did, had, had we talked about this? No, well, not? no, not really, but I know what you're talking about. Dude, how do you know about it? Well, just, well, I mean, like you mentioned it via text. Oh, okay, yeah. But... So so my uncle and his fiance invited us to go to a comedy show. They had gotten some uh, free tickets through She Did That Beers to You. She works for a beer company. Yeah. And so we, uh, they're like, hey, we got these VIP tickets for this comedy show. It's at this place called Chad's Pizza in Cedar Falls, which I've heard great things about the food. So I'm like, oh, I'm curious. And he said, he's like, would you guys like to go? And they don't, you know, call and, and invite us out to stuff very often. I'm like, yeah, we can probably make that happen. Um, of course, we were going to Daniel Tiger Live earlier in the day. So we were going to have a full fucking day of entertainment, <laughs> um, which it was fucking amazing. I'm don't, sure. Don't get me wrong. It was fucking watching uh, little kids' eyes light up and, and have so much fun. Like, dude, I cried a little bit. Because of how much fun yeah, she was having. Yeah, because how much fun she was having. Good. And I'm like, I'm going to be a mess when I drop her off for school. I'm <laughs> fucked. There's no way I can fucking deal with this. So <laughs> so we, they came and picked us up. We went out there. We show up. Uh, the, the show was supposed to start at – show was starting at 8.30. We got there at 7.30 so we could eat. And um, um, But when he sent me – he sent me a text first. And it was like – but he called right after. So I never even got the text. And he said, well, I sent you a text um, – a picture of the tickets so you can do some research if you want. 
And uh, fuck, I'm gonna burn some fucking bridges because I just I, do I, it. I, just I, go. I just decided that I want to start doing stand up again. Uh huh. But this cannot go unfucking checked. So uh, I uh, <laughs> I see I see that it's it's a Matty J Productions. Okay. Right. Have, are you familiar with this guy? No. No. Okay. So he's a local guy, right? And he does like all these open mics and stuff. And I he had done some of. Uh, Don Zilla's comedy showcases on the public access channel and I had caught his act a couple times on there and it was not very good um, on there. It was, he was struggling, Um, but it's a weird venue because it's at the public access station and you can only get like 20 people in there and it was just, like friends and family, obviously. It's so hard to get a great energy going in the room. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird deal. It's not, you know, they're putting it on public access and then they were also putting it on like uh i think it was on like the wb oh really i don't know like late at night or something but so i was already i'm like oh i recognize that name (laughs) is it just him because if it's just him that's gonna be a long night um i'm like okay well maybe it's an open mic you know maybe he's so i start googling it and and it's looking like he's been having open mics at at chad's pizza i'm like okay well sometimes you you find a little gem in an open mic you know i'm not going to disparage people from doing open mics because how else do you learn comedy well then i i end up putting one one or two oh my uncle sends me a a link to this uh this comic day piece and turns out he's the headliner and he's and he's a working comic. He's originally from uh, Iowa. He had moved to Arizona, and then he's back living in like sounds Mason, Mason City or something. Yeah, sounds very familiar. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch a little bit of his. Likeable guy. Like, watching his comedy, and, and that's a big thing. Like, well, yeah. you know, is if you're likable, people want to listen to you, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, young black dude, um, really likable, um, just a great energy and i'm like hey you know i could i could dig this right so like at least it's not just maddie J. right um clearly he's going to be hosting it though so we get there um we sit down they've got two like banquet tables set up with chairs um we walk around behind those and sit up in a booth you know so that we're not in the front little did we know we were still the front (laughs) because no one sat there Uh um so there was the four of us there were two people in the booth behind us, and that was the extent of the people that were there for the show, other than the people who came in with the other comics, right. you know, the, their girlfriends and friends Jesus. and stuff. Um, there were maybe six other people total. When we got there, there was two guys shooting pool, and they obviously had to stop shooting pool because the comedy show started. Um, a comedy show <laughs> right, started. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we ordered some pizza. Uh, some appetizers their food's good but like their garbage basket mm-hmm. that was like their appetizer platter was in one of those little paper yeah boats that was it it was 10 bucks and it maybe i mean like the cheese sticks were like everything in there was microwavable right you know the the, the mini tacos were the ones that you buy right in the frozen like in and for 10 bucks that was fucking stupid you know the pizza was good. We ordered this weird pizza that had uh, like this weird sauce because uh, it was like one well, might as well order something you can't get somewhere else. You know, so the food wasn't terrible. I wouldn't order their appetizers because no. it's a fucking scam. But the pizza itself was pretty affordable, and we were full when we were done. You know, so uh, the comedy show starts promptly at eight thirty with uh, Matty J as the host. He does what felt like six hours. Um, he, he maybe did 10 minutes. God damn it. Um, but, it, you know, like, as I was doing research to see 
maybe he had to see if he had progressed or gotten better or whatever. I pulled up a video of him doing comedy. It's like Matty J live in Chicago. And he told all the same jokes at this open mic that he told at this Chicago show two years ago. Oh, boy. And they were all bad. Like, none of them were funny. He didn't get a single laugh in Chicago. He was not getting laughs from us other than the fact that, you know, he thanked us directly for coming out and he would talk directly to us. And so there would be some, like, uncomfortable. Like, I I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple times I went, you know, as like that was the best I could manage, you know, and and I understand what he's going through up there to a point. Um, <laughs> the part I don't on the part I, where I can't identify is that on my worst fucking day with my worst fucking material, I can at least be fucking likable up there. And the problem is his material is one. It's written to make people uncomfortable. It's it's pretty blue and vile. And like he goes on this long story about his kids seeing his dick and talking to his ex about his dick and mm-hmm. like and it's and it's just it's not funny if it was funny you can get away with it but it's not funny and he has this bit about how his kid calls him two dads because he has another dad now and none of it makes any sense because there's no rhythm or flow to right. it right i mean like i told jenny i said that bit you could change right you change that bit to all the kids at school call my kid two dads not because it's weird that he has two dads but because he's ashamed of me being one of them. You know, yeah. like something like that would be funny, you know, but he has no, like there's no real premise to anything he does, right? So it's just not fucking funny. Mm. He's not funny. And he's telling the same not funny jokes that he was telling two years ago, which is really fucking terrible because I used to feel guilty about telling fucking slamming funny fucking jokes that I know I had been telling for a few years. You yeah. know, like that's bad. You shouldn't do that either. But it's bad enough to to tell good jokes for a long time, but to tell bad jokes, like not write new material, like this is his A game, this is his best shit, it was painful to fucking watch. (laughs) So he gets done, he brings up this next guy. This next guy's fucking horrible, too. Oh, God. Like, it's just, it just keeps, it's like a fucking cacophony of fucking bad comedy, and it's just bad. So then they bring up a third guy, and he was at least a little likable, and he's like, I'm the food comic guy. I tell the food jokes. I'm like, fuck, he just called himself something. Yeah. And so he, he does food puns, and he keeps doing these. And I'm just like, ah, oh. first of all, puns are the lowest fucking form of humor, uh-huh. right? And so I'm just like, ah, oh, this is so hard to watch. And it, finally he gets off on something, and I reach back because you were in a booth, so we have to awkwardly turn to yeah. the left to watch him. But Jenny can at least hide behind me, <laughs> right? I They're looking right at me. Perfect. So I reach back, and I grab her leg, and I squeeze, and I just say to her, what is happening? <laughs> because I, he went off on this fucking this premise that just never landed. No, this is the second guy right. that never landed on a punchline ever, and it went on for like three minutes. Good God! So those two guys get done, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna they got to be bringing up the headliner. So I jump down to go take a leak. I go in the bathroom and I come back, and this guy I had heard him talking while I was in the can about being a professional comic. I thought it was this day piece, and I had missed his open. And I get back, and it's this other dude, and he is shit ball terrible bombing and it is painful how bad he's bombing now the the difference is this guy is i I get the vibe that he's likable Mm -hmm. and that he's trying some new material and it's just not working right um and uh because he's talking about yeah i was on the road uh, doing comedy for the last week and he's and it's just like it didn't work so finally they bring up the headliner this day piece and immediately he's likable but Admittedly, it's really hard to not look likable next to the fucking jabronis they had up before him. I'm sure. 
Um, but, you know, when you're doing comedy, it's also a hard follow. If you got four guys that went up before you and sucked the fucking will to live out of the room, now you got to go get that room back. Yep. And at that point, I just wanted to go home, you know? But we're already there, and I'm like, okay. So he ends up doing a pretty decent set. He's likable, but he, he has no ability to feel the room. So he starts asking us questions, starts doing crowd work. Well, it's real hard to do crowd work in a room with six people. Well, yeah. You know, so I know, and I know he felt like he needed to acknowledge the fact that, hey, thanks for coming out and stuff. But so he's trying to do crowd work, and, and then he asks, like, how we know each other. And I was like, oh, we're family. And he says something about, uh, he's like, well, I just got married. And uh, he's like, can, can I, how about, I bring you four up on stage oh, and ask Christ. you advice, uh, uh, relationship advice. And I go, I can I can save you a shit ton of time. Just do what she says. And the <laughs> crowd laughs, you know. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I just got the biggest laugh of the night. Uh, oh, fuck. Shut up, Zach. Shut up. Shut up. And then he's like, he's like, well, would you come up and do like a dating game type thing? And I'm I'm, I'm giving him the subtle like. Mm, like, no, dude. Mm, no. It's not going to happen. And then finally I'm just like, you ain't going to get her on stage. It ain't going to happen. He's like, oh, you guys would, it would have been funny. You guys would have all fucking laughed. And I'm like, no, we haven't yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, and he does not a bad job considering the room and stuff. And he's likable. So, you know, we leave. I went to the can and on the way out, shook his hand, told him, hey, man, you know, good work tonight. Um, But, but the, the last, the guy that went up before him Uh. that totally ate shit was standing right there. What I wanted to say to him was, good job tough fucking follow yeah and why are you working with these fucking guys <laughs> like i mean like you can't follow guys like that it just it, yeah. it, it gives you a bad reputation and it it doesn't give you a good feel for what works and doesn't work because you're following a fucking dead room you know so i leave and as i'm walking out i find him on facebook and i send him a message you know basically, yeah. basically saying you know hey tough follow thanks for you know thanks for helping keep comedy you right. know live comedy going here and stuff and then I friend him on Facebook. He approves my friend request. And the next day I get up, and so his stuff starts showing up in my right. feed. Uh, about 40 minutes, unfriended him on Facebook. Really? He's a black comic. Okay. And he is a black comic. And everything that he had to post was in some way about how he had been slighted as an African American by living in Iowa. And he's like, you know, I'm not going to come right out and say it, but I've been pulled over more in Iowa in the last, since I moved back to Iowa in the last month than I have in the last, you know, 10 years combined or whatever. Hmm. And, and like, even to the point where, like, one gal says to him, uh, she's like, well, do you ever think, you know, you're a comedian, that maybe you were put in those officers' lives to make their day brighter? Like, maybe make them laugh or whatever? And he goes, uh, yeah, I don't really, con- I don't really consider, uh, I was a black man long before I was a comic, and I don't, uh, I don't really uh, think about making the oppressor laugh. And I'm like, and goodbye. Like, dude, if that's who you are, like, if that's all that you can be, fuck off, dude. Hmm. Like, come on, man. And, and, the, and the thing is, okay, so say that is you. Say that's your feeling. You don't do it on your fucking comedy page because you immediately start to alienate people because nobody wants to listen to that shit all the time. Like, if you've got a good social message to get out there occasionally, you know, like if somebody asks, yeah. for example, but if everything you're pushing out through your social media is, <laughs> you know, that you're oppressed and you're this, and you're, then you're not a happy guy anymore. You're not a guy that makes me laugh, yeah. you know, and there's comics that do it and do it well. You know, Chris Rock can do it well, you know, but it's not, you know, Dave Chappelle can do it well, yeah. but they, but they yeah. establish what they are first. 
you know, and then and they don't push it out all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, to, to be a comic, you have to be smart, and you have to be smart about how you you market yourself. So I'm like, Jesus Christ! Everything about that fucking night was a disaster, except for the pizza. <laughs> you know, it was fucking, it was horrible. Um, yeah, that sucks. Uh uh oh. Um, Batting down the hatches. Well, so Don Janagle made a movie. Yeah, he did. Did you watch it? No. I dare you to. Why? I dare you. Why? Because it's the worst I'm sure. movie I have ever seen uh-huh. in the history of ever. It is fucking horrible. I would watch Strange Wilderness <laughs> on repeat <laughs> for a week. It is... It's just... Bad. Well, and aren't they already talking about making more? It comes out. It or? comes out in May. The the yeah, sequel wow. comes out in May. Yeah. The, uh, are I, are I there just so many people that are so caught up in like how cool it's going to be to have a local movie coming out that they don't care? Maybe. Okay. So the premise of this movie is it's about these two guys who go to the bar and drink. Yeah. So original. obviously original premise, and it's it's shot it's filmed in Waterloo and Cedar Falls. Yeah. Kind of a cool idea. Okay. I'll I'll give them that. Right. The movie opens with a five-minute narration about the city of Waterloo, like a love letter to Waterloo, if you will. Keep in mind the movie is supposed to be a comedy. Not a single joke in the first five minutes. Okay. Of this, it, it basically goes on to list all the things about Waterloo. Any famous people that lived here, what you know, the town's known for, uh, lots of drone shots of the city. Um, but no jokes, okay? I, arguably, no jokes in the entire movie. Ooh. But... Uh, the the idea of it it being a comedy and not opening with some jokes because there, there's some ways you could make fun of Waterloo uh-huh. while still loving it right and then it it's very strange so when it introduces its one of its main characters right after this narration right it's it it's in Newton's yeah. uh, Paradise Cafe downtown he's shot from behind you never see his face and it's a narration it's him pouring coffee him you know okay um it's very very strange the way they they do the whole thing um you never see his face then they cut to the other main character it's it's these two guys right right, right. they cut to the other main character you immediately see his face he's in the library on the hill um talking to the actual owner of the library on the hill who's playing himself mm-hmm. uh the dialogue is horrible um unnatural um, clearly is trying to have a clerk's feel to it. Fantastic. You know, they're sitting, they're talking about current events and yeah. trying to be clever. Um, then the other character who you'd been introduced to his back of his head earlier, um, comes in and you're supposed to know who he is. Oh, this time you see his face. Yeah. You see okay. his face this time and they treat it as if it's, you should know who he is. So they couldn't afford multiple camera angles is what you're telling me. Well, I'm not sure it's actually him when you, when you meet him the first time. I'm not like I, they hadn't figured out who it was going to be. Maybe yet. I don't know. I, it's it's shot very strange. That's interesting. So that happens. Maybe I'll and be then the director's huh? cut. Well, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. It's uh, it's. So I started watching. I watched the first 15 minutes, right? And then I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm done." Well, then Jenny's super curious. Yeah, we watched the whole fucking thing. Oh Christ! She says to me as we start it, "Maybe you're just being overly critical." Yeah. When the movie ends, she says to me, that is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm not saying it to be mean. It's just horrible. Right. And and I don't understand. I don't understand what. 
Who thinks it's not? Apparently a lot of people, if they're making another one, or if it's already, like, in production. It, it, it's it's or done, right. Like, it, it comes out in May. Yeah. I just saw a thing on the internet saying that it has What's a release it called? date. Uh, I don't know that I want to say what the first one's called okay. because well, I don't want anybody to watch it. Like, I don't want to be responsible okay. for that. Fair enough. But, oh, fuck, nobody listens to the show. So the first movie's called Bros. Right. Because it's important that you know the title of the movie because there's another thing I need to talk about. The second one's going to be called Bros on the Rocks. Um, so Jesus. every time these guys walk into a bar, everybody knows them. Mm-hmm. The bros are here. Hey, it's the bros. They call them. These guys have names. But they call them the bros. Okay. But you get no feeling for why everyone would like them. They just feel like a couple of drunks. They don't feel like, you know, like if the movie, you know, like Swingers, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the characters are interesting. They're funny. Like shit happens, right? These just feel like a couple of drunks. Like they're just like the guys that you would run into at a bar that you're like, ah, fuck, they're here again. Huh. You know, and I don't think that's what they were going for. I think they, and so the premise of the movie, right, is that the one bro has gotten a job offer for twice the pay in Chicago, and he's trying to decide whether he gives up his friendships and his love for the city of Waterloo to Uh, go to Chicago and make twice his pay. Now, the answer is yes. The answer is no. You know why? Because <laughs> twice his Waterloo pay in Chicago is his Waterloo pay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and, it's, and, it's, and they never say, like, what he does for a living or how much he's actually going to get paid. And, you know, he gets advice from all these characters that I'm sure if you were a fucking, like, bar fly in downtown Waterloo, all of these people would be familiar to you. Yeah. But he goes into all these different bars. One place he goes into, I don't even think it's really a bar. Huh. But they've got it like set up to kind of look like a bar. I mean, they go into the place below uh, Paco's. They go into um, I don't know if they go into the cellar. They're, they're at all these different places in in downtown Waterloo, and it's like it's supposed to feel trendy. Like these are the places to be. The fucking kid from uh, from uh, Rookie of the Year and American Pie, yeah, yeah. is in it. I know. And an extended scene might be the only thing close to something being funny. Right. Because he don't take himself seriously. Good. Uh, in the scene. Um, but it's uh, – and then his band shows up and then uh, it's the, – and it's and then eventually they're at Spicoli's. Like it's all over the place. Right. There's no narrative to the, to the movie at all except for at the end he decides to stay in Waterloo. Like you're fucking stupid. <laughs> like this, you got this, okay. This if this is your life, this is you got exactly what you fucking deserve. Yeah. Man. You know, I mean, fucking Mayor Quentin Hart and former Mayor John Roof have a fucking cameo in the movie. I know where they have an extended conversation with the bros in the lobby of the fucking Brown Bottle. One of the bars they go to is the Brown Bottle Bar. Wow. And it's like they're regulars at every one of these bars. And there's this reoccurring character of this, like, this bitch. Like, she's a, like, one of the guys goes up and talks to her, and she's, like, ultra feminist, like, and not in a funny way. Like, it's just all cliched bullshit. And then there's this ongoing conversation about Star Wars. Okay. Right? With these girls who clearly know nothing about Star Wars. Like, he, you know, they're these, like, bar girls Mm -hmm. and you can tell by the rhythm of what 
they're saying that they not they don't know what they're talking about. They're just saying the lines that were given to them, and it's this long argument that this table of girls. I'm sure they're like, you know, it'd be really funny is if we have this table of girls that are like in their going out clothes, and every time you see them, they're just arguing about Star Wars. Like they're the kind of girls you wouldn't expect to know about Star Wars, but we're gonna have them argue about Star uh-huh. Wars knowledgeably. And it's like, but that doesn't feel like that. Nothing that happens in the movie feels the way they intended to make you feel awesome so that screams sequel to me <laughs> of course like it'd be like green lighting a sequel to the gunslinger right now or the dark tower yeah I don't mean. do that yeah that that would be what i mean it's just like and i feel like an asshole hating this movie so badly um but it's like god it's fucking bad it's just bad it's just not good i expected it to be bad i expected it i expected there to be some jokes in there though yeah like maybe, maybe i'd be like yeah it's a joke Huh. No, I mean, there's a lot of places where they tried to go for a joke or like they tried to be likable or endearing and they missed the mark every fucking time. And it, and I guess I shouldn't be so angry, but I'm just, I, I've wasted so much of my time watching that fucking movie and, and they're just going to suffer from, you know, the whole, no, it was great. Yeah. You just don't get it. Like you're right. I don't well, know. All their friends are going to tell them it's great. Cause well, like I, I said, well, oh, I, how cool you made a movie about our town and well, it's got our stuff in it. And our friends are in it. I wonder because when it was the build up to the movie coming out, yeah. like there was a lot of discussion about it. And then after the movie premiered fucking radio silence, Oh really? I didn't hear shit about it. Like, man, that movie was great. Or it was so funny. Or I love this character. It just radio fucking silence. Okay, good. And, but then what makes you – I mean he spent like five grand of his own money to make this movie. Mm-hmm. And see, and there, therein lies the problem. Now that technology is at a point where you can pretty much make a movie in a weekend yeah. on your own with your phone and a couple DSLRs yep. and a glide cam and, then a, and a, a drone, drone yeah. um, everybody's making a fucking movie. You know, there's no accomplishment to it anymore. You know, it's like everybody's a photographer now. Yeah. You know, everybody is a podcaster now, you know, I mean, well, it's because it's so easy to do. Everybody is an artist of some sort now. Right. It seems like, like there's so many, like everyone's a cosplayer professionally or everyone's a photographer, right. everyone's a podcaster, everyone's a movie, like whatever. Blogger. Everybody's a yeah. blogger. Everybody is something now. Right. Yeah. It's like something self-made. Yeah. Thank you, internet. Yeah. You know, and that's. It really waters down, like the 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 field of like where you might actually find a few quality people like you have to wade through so much shit now right to find the few decent ones that well, it just makes you not even look anymore well and that's the problem like a lot of times you know for photography I'll just Google Waterloo Iowa photographers yeah. and 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 look through to be like who's doing good work around here right you know and there's a there's like four or five photographers that are doing fucking whiz bang work yeah. you know but then there's probably twenty. That are fucking horrible. Yeah, dude. When we were looking for wedding photography, it's like, mm-hmm. holy God, all of these are awful. Yeah. Like, any of the ones that are even remotely affordable yeah. are complete dog shit. Well, some are. And then, yeah. like, the two or three that are like, oh, you're paying for it. Yeah. And some of those are like, they didn't look like they were worth the money. They just are better than the other people. Right. Right, so, which I'm sure works there. You'd think it would work to my advantage a little better than it does, yeah, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Though? It's <laughs> right. just like, holy shit. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, that's the symptom of everybody can do everything now. Everybody can build a website. Yeah. So everybody, yeah. And that's and that's how everybody gets their stuff now. You know, I'm sure, like, if you went to, like, a wedding show in Waterloo, you would probably see some. But those are going to be the expensive Exactly. Ones, you know? Yeah. Because exactly. if you can pay $400 for a table. Right. You you probably don't need to be there charging for $6,000 <laughs> right. for, your, for your set. It's right. Like, oh, God. Right. Um, 
Do you suppose that I could get away with telling the joke? Do you suppose Black Panther has sold so many tickets because black people talk so much in the theater that everyone has to see the movie eight times to hear all the dialogue? <laughs> um, I don't know yet. <laughs> or should I cut that out entirely and not, not have it make the podcast at all? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is a safe place for it to air. If it gets a reaction here, you know you shouldn't a, tell it elsewhere. Because it's just a joke based I on get stereotypes. It. I know. Right, right. Yeah. I, I thought of it the other day, and I was like, that makes me giggle. It's funny. Um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we haven't really talked about the Me Too movement a whole lot. I know I know we talked about the Harvey Weinstein thing yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah. But um, did you see the thing on the internet that says that sex workers feel that they're being left out of the Me Too movement? Yes. Is that not absolutely fucking ridiculous? <laughs> yes. Like, I can literally pay you $1,000 to let me spit in your fucking ear and come in your eyeball. And you're telling me that... Like, I can pay you to do the shit that Harvey Weinstein did. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, okay. So how, how, how are they, because they're being, they're being sexually assaulted, sex workers? Yeah. I, do you suppose they're talking about the times in their life it happens when they're not getting to charge for it or? May, maybe, but it's kind of like, it'd be kind of like. Retail. But no one takes them seriously because that's what they do for a living. So when it right. happens off the clock. So I counter that by right. saying. Perhaps you would want to find a field <laughs> where people could take you seriously. Right. You know, I mean, it's very difficult. Well, you heard about Ron Jeremy getting in trouble, right? No, actually. Yeah. So he got banned from the AVN Awards oh. um, because there were um, allegations that he was groping women. Okay. Ron Jeremy's response was, uh, I'm Ron Jeremy? <laughs> um, like people pay for that experience, mm -hmm. you know, when they come to conventions and I'm there, women make me sign their boobs. They grab my dick. Yeah. He's like, you know, they'll pose for a picture. And the first thing they do is grab my crotch. He's like, I mean, that's like, what do you basically, what do you expect? Like what, wh who do right. you think? It's not like, they're not talking about fucking waitresses and shit. Like right. he's, you know, he, he's at IHOP and a waitress walks by and he grabs a tit. Right. It's, you know, in these photo ops and stuff, like you're posing with a, an aged porn star, like that's kind of what people expect him to do. And I'm not saying like to expect him to do it sneakily, like women are requesting this. Right. Because they want to have a picture with their tit in Ron Jeremy's hand. So I don't know that it's fair to punish him at all because he's like, well, this is my, this is what I do. This is my job. Right. It's strange to me that you would be like angry at me. Because this is what most of the people want. Yeah. Like, no one is coming to me like, I would like a nice prom picture with Ron Jeremy. You know what I mean? That's the poor guy. <laughs> I mean, I, he didn't say that. I know, like, I know. You know, I, know. Like, I mean, I feel terrible for him because it's like, huh. how does he win then? So now his livelihood has to go away because he can't, for fear of getting into a bunch of trouble, he can't continue to do what he was doing because now he doesn't know if a woman is doing it just to... To set him up later? Right, or, right. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. You know, so it's the same thing with the sex. We're like, come on. Like, you know what you fucking do for a living. Like, does that mean that someone should be able to violently hold you down and rape you? No, it doesn't. But if you want to be taken fucking seriously and for people to be able to differentiate, because, you know, if you were just in a movie four weeks ago where you're a gangbang and there's a fucking vomitorium, you were choke fucked for, you know, an hour. Like, right. like how are how are we... <laughs> supposed to understand like what the fuck 
Yeah, that one was a bit weird to read about. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know how I think at that you, you know what the rest of the Me Too movement should have said at that point? Oh fuck. Right. We just it just jumped the shark. We're yeah, fucked now. Now we can't. They've do completely this anymore. <laughs> de- de- illegitimized the fucking entire movement. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what do you, what do you fucking what do you even do? And, and that's and, and okay, so as part of the Me Too movement have you realized that we're at a point now where, okay, there's, you know, you've heard of mansplaining, right? Yeah. There's now woman'splaining. I've, I think I made it up. Okay. But, uh, the act of like reducing any opinion a man has counter to yours as sexist. Hmm. I mean, have you, have you seen it? Like that there, there are these women who, if, if, if a man disagrees with them, well, that's because you're sexist and you don't respect women. It's like, no, like just because you have a uterus and tits does not mean you can't be wrong. Yeah. It's been interesting to me to see like this is this has become like for a while there it was just blood in the water. And anyone who even looked at a woman well, at least, was, getting, at least every was, was getting accused, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> was getting accused. So it's been great to see the few where they try to throw one out and then like Quentin Tarantino. I did not hear about so this. So he got accused by – well, actually, it was, Uma, was Uma Thurman was pretty upset with him for, like, how some of the things that she – he insisted she do for, like, Kill Bill and some right. other stuff. And then she tried to say something about um, – fuck, who else? Oh, she's like, just ask Diane Kruger. You know, he choked her forcibly for uh, Inglorious Bastards, and Diane jumped in, like, from somewhere in the internet. She's like, just so you know – Quentin was never anything but incredibly kind and concerned nice. and su- such and such and never, ever made me do anything that I wasn't comfortable doing. Nice. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah. Not everything that you don't like, if you agreed to it at the time, because they wouldn't have been able to film it if you didn't agree to right. it, means that you suffered some great injustice. Well, and it's like, take some of your fucking power back. Right. Like, you know, like, how weak are you if in this movie... You're like the the director made me do it, right? Like you're not you're still gonna fucking work, right? You know when you're not gonna work is when you make false accusations. Yeah. So but I just thought every it was interesting. Director is afraid to work with you because they're like, is she gonna lie about me too? Well, I just thought it was interesting because I I feel like at like at first glance people are like, oh, Uma Thurman said something. Ooh, she that's probably legit. So then for Diane Kruger to jump out and be like, nah, I was fine. Right. Like I didn't have a problem with it at all. Um, I just thought that was kind of like, uh, yeah, there you go. Rose McGowan's lost her mind, right? Oh yeah, yeah. She I mean, sure has. I mean, maybe something happened there uh, with Weinstein, yeah. but like, it's like every time she fades away, yeah. she comes right. flying back with some weird social justice thing that right. is just fucking out there. Remember the fucking uh, X Men Apocalypse? Yes, thing? I do. <laughs> like, she is crazy. She's being fuck. choked. It shows violence towards women. No, it shows <laughs> violence against superheroes. Yeah, and, and wouldn't you be angry if she wasn't allowed in the battle? Yeah. Like, what is wrong worse? with you? Yeah, you can't have it both ways, Rose. You, you can't have it anyways. No, Rose. I yeah, like, anyway for I mean, you at all. Yeah. And I and I think that it's not even so much what she's saying, it's just how she's saying it. She's being so fucking yeah. like violent and angry about it that you can't have a discussion that, like if there's one thing that I've learned in the last 10 years, <laughs> all right? Um whether it's doing this show or interacting on message boards or Facebook or whatever, you can't be violent and angry about everything. Because it totally makes your argument illegitimate. Well, it's to me like when you are so determined to be a certain way about things and you get into arguments with people before you even know what 
side they're on, right. and you just want to keep ringing your bell, yeah, louder I, than anybody else. I, I'm like, dude, I actually agree with you, but you'd never fucking know it because you, you won't shut the fuck up and get out of your own way a little bit. So you read that thread then? Oh, is that what? <laughs> <laughs> no, just I see a lot of it in general, like where people are so concerned with making sure you know how they feel. Well. And that anyone who might not feel the same way is clearly just wrong. That's the way the gun control thing is going right now. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it literally – okay, the left and the right are both completely wrong. Yeah. Because they refuse to have a conversation. They uh-huh. just yell at each other. Oh, I know. You know, it, literally and figuratively. So you've got – You've got both sides that the far left and the far right are comp- – there's no way that their solution is going to work, okay? Right. The, the far left, you know, and, and they're like, nobody's saying we want to take your guns. The far left, that's exactly what they're saying. They've been quoted as saying we want guns banned, okay? Right. That's never going to happen. No, of course right? not. It's not logistically possible, okay? Our, our country has too much land area and there are too many guns. And the fact that this nation was built – on having guns, right? So there's no way we're going to be able to take. You try to take America's guns away, you have a much larger problem. Well, it's never. Than you it's had. just not possible. No, and I mean, look. So you make them illegal. They made drugs illegal a long time ago. How how well have we done stopping drugs? Right. From coming into the country. How well have we done from preventing drugs on the streets? We we haven't. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we have to do is we have to be smarter about it. So and then the right is like everyone should be issued a gun, like in Switzerland or Sweden or wherever. Like first of all, that's not really how it right. works. Read a fucking book. And second of all, no, that's stupid. Okay, I don't want. Look, I'm pro gun. I'm pro responsible gun ownership. But I don't want a fucking teacher to have a gun in the school. Oh no! You telling me that there won't be kids accidentally killed? You telling me there aren't going to be bad fucking shoots in the school? Well, there's already like you you hear those stories of like the one random teacher that loses her shit and like smacks a student or something like that. Now you just mm-hmm. imagine. Imagine where the stories well, could go. Yeah, if... I mean, you just by introducing that variable into right. that vi- environment, you're going to have – you could arguably have more accidental deaths by the guns carried by the teachers because then you would guarantee there would be guns in almost every school. And right? also from what I say, from what I would understand, most teachers don't want that yeah. either. They don't, why want would the, they? they don't want the guns. Well, they don't want that they? responsibility or well, that like – That's not what they signed on no. for. You know, I did see uh, somebody had, uh, posted a thing, uh, an article, when did it become – uh, when did it become my responsibility as a teacher to die for your child? Right. Now, I would say um, it always was because it's my responsibility as a human being that if a kid is standing in the street and someone points a fucking gun at them to get to save that kid. Right. You know, it's always their children. It's everybody's responsibility to die for that kid. You know, so it's not it's not about being a teacher. It's not about being a fucking security guard. It's not it's that they're children and we're supposed to protect. Them. Right. Right. Which is another reason why there needs to be some kind of a gun control discussion. Right. Now, the the left has obviously painted the situation to be worse than it is. I mean, it's bad. We just had 17 kids die. You know, there's 20 plus a Sandy Hook. There was, you know, uh, however many, 13 or whatever at Columbine. Yeah. Um, like it's happened and it's bad. Every time it happens, it's bad. They would lead you to believe that it's happening every month and it will happen next month and it's going to happen the, ne- the month after that. It's not, okay? Um, they're, they're, and this is them getting in their own way again. They put out this 18 school shootings already this year. No, there weren't. No, there weren't. One of the school shootings that they quoted was at Coronado Junior High School in Sierra Vista, Arizona, where I used to live. It was not a school shooting. A kid shot himself. 
Like uh-huh. that's not a school shooting. There's another one. What you do? It's like googling the words "school" and "shooting," and if it comes up, it's right. a relevant story. It, that it counts. Like... Uh, another one. Uh, Jenny was telling me about yesterday. A guy on a Saturday drives his car to a school parking lot and kills himself. School is not in session. There's no one from the school there. He just happened to do it there because there was a parking lot. That is not a school shooting. Yeah, that's okay. Um, it, it, you know when you when you when you ruin your own credibility, it makes it harder to take you seriously when you make legitimate arguments. But, but that, that again, that's that whole symptom of the problem. Everybody's yep. so busy trying to be right and to be the loudest about right. why they're right that like they don't realize that they're just making themselves look completely unbelievable. Just like I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Well, like the uh, the guy running for office that <clears> thought <throat> that it would be a good idea to give away an AR-15. Yeah, at, you know, and it's like, and when they called him out on it, he's like, "It's America." It's like, "Hey, you insensitive fuck." Yeah. Like a, a bunch of kids just got shot by this ri- by this rifle, right? You know, and and look, I, that'd be like if whatever whatever vehicle they used to ram that crowd and run over all those people, if like the next day, like the man Dodge was like, we're giving away a Dodge People Crusher, like <laughs> like you know what I mean? They're like, why would you do that right, right now? That ain't the kind of press well, you want, especially because yes, an AR-15 legitimately only has one purpose, right? I mean, really, I mean, it's not it's not a hunting rifle, it's not a no. target. I mean, yeah, people shoot targets it's not, with it, and, but it's not it's not it is and exactly and like I think about the fact that like i know people that have them that have no business Business or need to have them well and and i'm still not on board with the we shouldn't be able to have them but what i am against is the people who are making the arguments that we should their arguments are terrible yeah well i grew up around guns when i was a kid how many ar-15s did your dad have when you were a kid right no you know what i mean like you grew up around shotguns and hunting rifles and like there's nothing wrong with like Making a gun a little harder to get, a lot harder to get, doesn't take right. away your right to have one. Because if you make it a lot harder to get, it's only a lot harder to get for the people that shouldn't get them. Well, same mean, like if there was just a little bit of regulation in place, this most recent event, that kid wouldn't have had such an easy time getting right. his weapon of choice. Well, and, Does that mean that he wouldn't have found something else to use? No, probably not. That again, but well, we're and, just making it too easy. And, and the and the just the 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 circular weird arguments that happen where they're like, you know. Uh, so you have you have uh, certain regulations in place to get a handgun. Yeah. Right? A handgun. You have to assume that those regulations were put in place because handguns are easier to conceal. Right. They are way less effective. Like if you take two people who have never shot a gun before, yeah. and you hand one of them a handgun and one of them any kind of long gun, rifle, shotgun, uh, AR-15, anything, right? The person with that long gun is going to be far more accurate than the person with the handgun. If they're two people that have never shot a gun before, yeah, because it's a more efficient, well, especially with an weapon. AR-15, where you can just spread. Just yeah, that doesn't necessarily make it more well, accurate. But, no, but I mean, but like, no, no, I'm more yeah. accurate. But like yeah. the chances that they're going to hit some targets. But let's say let's, they let, may let, be. let's make it easier. Let's just let's for the sake of argument, make it the rule they each get to only fire one bullet. Yeah, the person with the long because of the physics of how a long gun works, it's more accurate. That's why they're used for hunting. Right. That's why you don't hunt deer with a pistol. Right. Because you're gonna you're less likely to kill that deer. Yeah. You know, and the whole idea is to be as efficient as possible in killing that deer. Right. So it it's weird to me, even as a pro gun person, that there uh you have to have a permit to purchase a handgun. Yeah, I know. But you don't have to have a permit to purchase purchase a shotgun or a rifle. Yeah, things that a are shotgun, way more lethal. Yeah, a shotgun than is a devastating fucking Oh yeah. Uh tool. I mean it, it's I mean Turning someone into a gazpacho, you get them close enough with one of those right. things. And it's just crazy to me that there's this weird arbitrary system in place. Like, you know what? Make there be a permit to, 
to acquire for every gun. I know. You know, and what does that hurt? That doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. Like, are you in a hurry to buy a shotgun? Is there a reason you can't wait three days or seven days to buy a shotgun? Like, oh, shit, my shotgun broke and I need one now. Right. What do you need one now for? Because it's hunting season or because you want to shoot your neighbor? Right. You know, I mean, it's just silly. Like, the, the whole logic process is broken. Oh, I know. You know, and, and, I, and this is, I, I used to be a guy who was like, you know what? It's a fucking amendment and our country was built on it. Don't infringe upon my rights. But but we, it is called an amendment, right? And but we have to start having a conversation because clearly right. some something needs to change. Because why not try to prevent some of these things? Like, yeah, they're not happening at an exponential rate, right? They're happening a little bit more often, but you're still far more likely to be mauled by a grizzly bear than you are to be involved in a school shooting. I mean, it's just okay. the likelihood yeah. is very low. Now, the media would love for you to believe that you know. I, I fucking saw. And it, it hurt. It, it hurt my feelings. It hurt my brain. These locks. Bar, uh, Barracuda. Um, they're, they're called Bar- Barracuda. Hold on. Um, what are they called? Uh, uh, oh, fuck. I put them in here. It's, it's like it's it's called like the Bar- the Barracuda lock system or whatever. Right. right. And the only purpose of this lock is to prevent against active shooters. We live in a world where the pro-gun lobby... The pro-gun conservatives will post this Barracuda lock to their Facebook pages and be like, this seems like an excellent idea. Mm-hmm. So is, is it a nonprofit, this company? Right. Are they donating these locks to schools? No, right. they're not. All right. So they're profiteering. Yeah. They're, they're profiteering from people's fear that these motherfuckers will become millionaires off of these locking systems that are expensive you know, and arguably you'd need one for every classroom, right? So, but that's, the conservatives are like, that's that's the answer. The answer is they're going, it's going to happen. Let's prevent them from killing more people. Right. Not, let's just prevent them from happening. Exactly. Like, like that is Well, that's insane. what I mean. They're like, well, clearly we're not going to do anything to change this. So let's just find a way to make it less devastating when it happens. Well, and, and uh, you know, the... You know, the conservatives are always beating the drum of, well, if you're really mad about gun violence, why aren't you mad about Chicago? I've even said it myself. I had an epiphany the other day. Yeah. Even the liberals are smart enough to know that those guns are not legal guns. No. There's nothing you can do about those guns in a gun, from a gun control standpoint. Right. The only thing you can do about Chicago, you could solve the problem in Chicago. Right. But it would require martial law. You would have to go in and take over these neighborhoods. Yeah. And clean them out. You know, it's not a that's not a gun control issue. Chicago is not a gun control issue because they're illegal guns. Yeah. So, so but the same, you know, these conservatives, the same people that will say criminals will always find a way to get guns. Right? Are the same people saying, "Well, look at Chicago. Dude, that's criminals finding a way to well, get guns." But it's true, but but okay, and it is. But there's a big difference between criminal – like most of the people that are doing these things aren't what you would call a criminal until like – until these shootings until have happened. Yeah. Yeah. So again, and then like – okay, so how many shoot, how many instances are there of school shootings in like big city, like inner city locations? Like a lot of those schools have just from the nature of like their location and the students and the things that happen there. Most of those schools have like metal detectors and like search entry points and stuff like that. And I feel like you never hear about there being any shootings or mass incidents in schools like that that have all those 
regulations and well, control points. But, but, but the and, thing is, though, too, if if someone's coming to the school to do a school shooting, yeah, that a fucking metal detector's pointless. Except if you read, and sometimes, you, you but I, mean? I was reading about this most recent one, and like one of the there was a, a story from a kid that said he literally ran into the shooter in the hallway. The guy had stopped to like get his gun out and get ready, and he told the kid, "You better get out of here. Things are about to get real messy." So he was in the school with his gun. So if there right. had been, yeah, but I think I think if he really wanted to do it, he well, would have just course. started shooting at, at the guy running the probably. You know, the but at that detector. point, when you're yeah, he wouldn't have been centrally located to get exactly. You know, yeah. So it would yeah. change some things a little bit. But... Uh, yeah, a little. I mean, I think that's I think that's a, a really expensive way it to is. solve the problem. I yeah. mean, I mean, because ultimately, like. Well, now they're talking about the like whole bulletproof backpack thing. Like, have you seen those? Like, that's they're gonna stupid. Start making... I know, but it's like, so it's another thing and, they can sell, though. Well, and, like, that, and that's another thing too. Like, that would imply that everybody needs. Or like one, these sick you know? fucks that are talking about how like some of these kids are probably just paid actors. Like all this stuff. Um, you know, it's funny. It's funny about that because it's like, I, I you know, I heard a quote. Is it really something along the lines of you know, should we really be listening to emotional kids? Uh, emotional children after a tragedy it's like motherfucker okay hey kids you haven't you haven't been through life yet so i don't want to hear your opinion except you've just went through the thing that yeah, we're talking about like they just went through life they went through more life in 14 minutes than you will go through the entire rest of your life right so at what point what are point, they not exactly well, who we should yeah be and what point to? is their opinion not relevant right. I, I don't know that anybody's opinion is more relevant right now and that's the thing that i want to give those kids credit for they are doing it right yeah they are getting their fucking message out they're doing it efficiently they're doing it calculatedly like it the way that they, they are doing it is it is impressive i mean it's it's terrible that they have to go through this yeah. but the way they are handling themselves is i mean mm-hmm. they should be applauded they, you know, and yeah, the, I've been seeing a lot of that, this conspiracy theory about that they're actors and right. you know what? So what if they fucking are? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's shady as fuck and it will delegitimize everything else going forward. But the message is important right. and you can't tell me fucking Trump doesn't do the same fucking oh, thing. Oh God, no. B- parade out these people that aren't fucking really real, you know, doing shit that your phone blowing up. Yeah. You it's all right. No, 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 no. It's mostly, it was just like app alerts, but oh. then somebody just sent a message, but no. Um, you know, I mean, it's – you can't say that he's never done anything shady to try to – I mean, this is the same motherfucker that yesterday used the fucking shooting to try to argue they should stop investigating him. Right. It's And, <laughs> and I saw somebody point out those are two completely fucking different divisions of the FBI. They have nothing to do with each other. I mean, it would be like arguing that the fucking FDIC was busy doing something, <laughs> so why did the ATF yeah. not catch... You know, it's fucking retarded. Yeah. He is fucking retarded. He, you know, you, you, when he first got elected, I was like, well, let's hope he does some... He is fucking dangerous, and he's fucking retarded. Like, he, there is something wrong with that asshole. I mean, just following the shit that he's done, following right. this shooting, he, it, he's fucking horrible. Oh, God. And, you know, everybody, you know, uh, you know, everybody's like, well, you think you can do a better job? You know, because when everything came out about, you know, like we got a guy running the fucking country, couldn't even run his own business. Oh, you think you're running his business better? No, I don't. Which is why I'm not doing it. Yeah. Right. That's why I also didn't run for president. Right. I don't want to go do a thing that I wouldn't be good at. Right. Right. Which is clearly not something he ever considers. Oh, God, no. Because he is not good at anything besides being a total fucking shit brick. 
I mean, he is fucking horrible, and yeah. these kids are beating him up on Twitter. I know. He is getting beat fucking senseless on Twitter yeah. by 16-year-olds. That's awesome. And I mean, they're more eloquent, they're more fucking put together, and they are beating him yeah, up. They're all pretty well-spoken, I, like, for what I'm seeing. I, I saw a great quote where somebody was like, you know, do you want these emotional kids making, you know... Uh, making policy and this woman was like we have a president that is frothing with emotion on twitter every, every day, day. I know. and he has a nuclear button well and like his advisors and other people are like protecting him from the like they filter what he sees like they try to oh, they're not doing him. a good enough no, job I know. my other favorite is like all the idiot fucks that immediately are like you know when you talk about guns and they're like they try to compare it to a car because like and i'm like yeah okay fine that's not the same thing. You have to have, a, not, li- you have, to have a license to drive you, a car. Legally, <laughs> legally, you're supposed to have a license and insurance to yeah. have a car. And yes, people could illegally operate one, but we still require those legal and we parameters. Have to take a test. I know. And a class. So just because somebody could, <laughs> right. so by their own argument, why even have licensing systems at all if a criminal could just get a car anyway? Well, right. You're right. So I guess I don't need to bother having. I'm not going to pay for my insurance next and my my registration next time because. Criminals don't anyway, right. so why should I waste my money? Well, it, it is. It's insane because it's like that we have so many things in place to yeah. protect us from bad drivers, uh huh, but none to protect us from people buying guns. I know. I mean, it's it. I mean, not none. There are some. Stuff, I know, but, but but I mean, we just have to start having a conversation about. Look, what we're doing now isn't enough. Like, yeah. is it working? Yeah, I'm sure it catches some people and prevents some things, but it's not enough. I mean, if, if people are are asking for more, give them more, you know, uh, it's, 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 and, and it is obviously affecting the industry. Remington's or, going bankrupt. Or like when know? we fucking recall certain toys and other things because they're not safe for kids, right. <laughs> but we don't dare talk about these other things. Well, and it's, you know, and I, that, that thing that I was, that, did you see that thread where I was? Yeah, part of it. it like that guy just need a fucking mouth smack. <laughs> and, and the thing is, so, you know, we're obviously we're arguing, we weren't even arguing, I wasn't even arguing about gun control. Yeah. I was just, you know, the guy made some fucking pretty vile statements about Americans. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, that should that should definitely sway them to your point of view. Yeah. Good job. You know, and then he's like, well, fuck you, you fucking American idiots, blah, 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 and this fact, and this fact, and this fact. And I'm like, hey, buddy, do you ever think about having a constructive conversation about it? Because immediately you're turning everybody's brain off. Like, yeah. you, you know, you don't even know what side of the issue I'm on. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what my stance is. He is automatically assuming right because that I'm you're pro American, gun. you're yeah, pro gun, yeah. yeah, and because of the statement that I made. But he didn't ask. You weren't like, "So are you pro gun?" Like, ah, it's much more complicated than that, right? But and secondly, dude, you don't live here, you don't understand, and like, guns aren't evil. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just not doing a good enough job making sure they're safe, right? And 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 then you know, I wanted to get petty, and I stopped myself. Be like, look, the reason you're not fucking writing this in German right now. <laughs> it's because, it's because yeah. Americans who had guns became proficient with them because it was a way of life and then came over and saved your ass during World War II. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's true. That's right. why uh, Americans made such great soldiers was because they were already familiar with guns because yeah. it was part of our culture. Now, I'm not saying that everybody should have a gun and everybody and I'm like, I'm, I'm not a fucking idiot. Right. OK, but there are parts of that culture that were beneficial to other countries. There are parts of that culture that were clearly beneficial to us, because if we weren't a gun culture to start out with, we'd still be having fucking tea at four o'clock. Right. You know, and it's and it's like it, there are certain things. Everything is a product of 
It's history, right? Mm-hmm. So don't don't just come in here saying we're a bunch of fucking idiots. And so then that thread got taken down right. with the caveat of, hey, people weren't getting along in here. They are being mean to each other, so I took it down. Immediately in that fucking thread, this dumb bitch is like, maybe you should ask an American to name one other amendment. I bet they can't. I know. And I'm like, hey, look, he just said he took a fucking thread down because people were being mean to each other. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. And you know what? Yeah, I can't name all of the amendments right from memory, but I can probably name fucking ten of them. So go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So this isn't great anyway. Like, America already had a bad reputation, you know, amongst other countries, I think, for, for, you know, some of our more you know outstanding citizens and cultures but now the the president and all the other things that are going on are just making us even more of a sore thumb and then when this stuff happens of course all of those people tend to be the loudest again right so they're the ones being seen and they represent apparently our our entire country like we're the only like that's the only mentality in this country i I teach a class about how to like effectively communicate with people Mm -hmm. you know what coworkers and, and stuff like that and and i talk a lot about credibility Right. And how important credibility is that for people to take you seriously, you have to have a credibility. Right. Yeah. So uh, Trump wants to make America great again. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants he wants to America to be great. America can't be great right now because the problem and it's not because like we had uh, uh, slavery once and this and that. Not for all the reasons people are the drums. Everybody's beating about it right now. Mm-hmm. The problem is because of the the image that him Actually, everyone, him, the conservatives, and the liberals are painting to the world stage. Nobody takes us fucking seriously. I know. So how the fuck can we be great again if that fucking knob gobbler is in fucking office acting like a total fucking toolbox, right? Yeah. How can we be great again if the fucking liberals are making unrealistic requests? And, and, and okay, look at this shit, okay? This is the kind of shit that we have going on. Now... Read this. This is from Twitter, okay? Read that and tell me what your your first your first uh, gut instinct about it is. Because I know what her gut instinct was, but I, within one second of reading that, was like, I know what he's trying to do. Or at least what there's a possibility he's trying to do. Be, just by looking at the picture. There's a lot of things from that picture that I can pick out that I know I know that he's... He's playing a fucking – he's got a con going. He's, yeah, he he's playing to, a game. He wants to wind people up for sure. Well, and he wants to have a conversation, yeah. right? He's got a fucking microphone there. Yeah. He's got a GoPro set up. Like, so so – yeah, he, he expects this to be a so, thing. So what, what it is, it's, it's a guy oh, sitting, you want me to read it out loud? Well, yeah, yeah, just read read it. Male privilege is a myth. Change my mind, he said, setting up a booth at a university and expecting others to explain the concept to him instead of walking into the nearby library and reading a book. So the guy set up a table with a sign on it in what's obviously a free speech area of some university, mm-hmm. right? And he's got a – uh, probably a podcast microphone and then a, a camera set up to record and stuff. Well, so, it looks like he wants to make it into – he wants it to look like a like a late-night talk show because he's got right. a chair. He's got a coffee mug. There's a microphone, the empty chair, and another mug. Right. Sitting there. Yeah, he wants to he's, – he's, he's, And so I don't know if he is like if – he, if he's anti-feminism or whatever, which I'm anti-feminism. I think everybody should just be – Equal. Yeah. Uh, so, but but so like I don't know if if he's like a, a woman basher or if what he's saying is, hey, this is a way to get this conversation going, yeah. right? So if I get people to convince me, she doesn't know anything about what he's doing. I know she's making a lot of fucking assumptions and she's angry right out of the bat. 
right off the bat. But and if you look at what he's got set up there, there are a multitude of different things he could be trying well, and to do. Well, for all you know, he really believes the opposite. That's he what I'm just, saying. Yeah, yeah, he just wants to instigate right. that conversation right. and get people to come in and and have hopefully constructive conversations, but it's probably not really going to happen. Right. Or, um, or he just wants to have some fun. Yeah. He's not, he's exactly. not, he's not, he, there's a very, very good chance. And I'd say it's probably better than 70% that he is not advocating, uh, that there isn't some kind of a, yeah, a truth to whatever, but he just wants to hear your thoughts on right, it. Right. But you got this woman who, again, just yeah. makes her argument, Ill- like, delegitimizes her argument. I've been using that word a lot. The kind of stuff by doing this bullshit. The kind of stuff that this is where I start to lose all this and then I have a hard time taking stuff seriously or even caring anymore. Like, did you see that post? Somebody made a post and all it was was a picture of four words and they were kind of like split and it was Hugh man per son. God. Fee male. Hugh, like whatever. And like, they were just trying to show you that at the root of every word is man or some sort of male, whatever. And I'm like, you're just being an idiot now. Yeah, because it's... it's not it's not <laughs> a lot of those words came from different languages i know that's you know, what like, i mean like it's not it's not like somebody way back then was like we need to make sure all of this comes back to yes, man everything should have penis in the title yes it's and and that's such a like they're like that's a microaggression did it's you, so fucking micro that you need to grow up did you see what michael ian black posted uh no because sometimes he gets on my nerves this time he actually had some pretty good points about how just like we're growing up more and increasingly in a world where like guys still have this like we're not evolving the idea of what it is to be a man right to like fit into the modern world so guys are constantly trying to live up to this old-fashioned stereotype of what it is to be a man and unfortunately a lot of those things are the things that are getting people into trouble nowadays like no one is teaching guys that it's okay not to be this like 1950s alpha male anymore. Like he had, I obviously had a lot more points, but But like, but pay for my dinner, you know? Yeah. Like, well, he was just like, you know, nobody, nobody's telling guys that it's okay anymore to have different feelings other than what it used to mean to be a man. Like, and just like guys are broken, like boys are broken nowadays and no one's showing them that it's okay to grow up a different way than the examples that used to be set before. Well, And the other problem is everybody's telling men that they're, inherently evil for being men right you know and it's like well that's silly that's silly i'm no more inherently evil you know for being man than i am for being white or for right. being whatever well like, oh, you're evil for that too like that's silly well, like, the, that's silly in a way like pretty soon like if people aren't careful this is gonna sound so bad it's gonna be in so much trouble but like pretty soon things are gonna go so far one way that it's almost gonna be like like being male male is the new black like like if you're a male, you're automatically awful, and you're automatically sexist, oh, and you're automatically like, yeah, like, like being 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 a male is is the new like you're just like you're making all of these assumptions like, and labels. Well, and that's what and I mean. Shit. Like yeah. so, like the way people used to be prejudiced against black people or used to be prejudiced against gay people, that is just now how people are going to assume all men are. Like they're going to have like a blanket assumption that all men are evil or want to rape people or or like right. think women are worthless. Just well, and have you seen? I noticed something. Uh, I noticed something yesterday. This like. It was almost like a, a catalog. This Target thing came in the mail yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was all this new fashion, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I turned to Jenny and I go, "This is what this Me Too movement is going to do to fashion. It's all this androgynous, mm. like um, taking away from showing women's curves or anything that makes them women, you know. And it's and it's like, oh, so now we're trying to make desexualize women to the point where men and women look the same. But if you think about it." In the 80s, 
when you whenever you would see a movie that supposedly happened in the future, mm-hmm. it was one of the first things that they, they would do one of two things with women: either like overtly sexualize them, or the other thing was make them as androgynous as possible. Right. Like we're starting to live in that world now, yeah. and it's like women are fucking beautiful. Don't hide, you know, being a woman because you're like, well, I I don't want to, I don't want to. Uh, show off my femininity because then that makes me a victim or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I, and I'm not doing it, you know, then I'm, cause that's what the men want. Like, yes, they do. Because there's a biological thing there. Like they, men want to see women because biologically our one job, our one job is to reproduce. If that ever stops happening, if we can't reproduce anymore, there will be no humanity. <laughs> Right. Like, it's important that some of those things are still allowed to happen. Now, that doesn't mean that homosexuality is wrong, right? Right. It doesn't mean that uh, you should be able to hold a woman down and impregnate her. But there still have to be some people mm-hmm. <laughs> that reproduce. I mean, it still has to happen. Otherwise, it won't happen. Right. And then, you know, 65,000 years from now, people will be like, was it a meteor? No, it wasn't a meteor. It was the Me Too movement. <laughs> and, and and targets fall catalog or whatever. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, come yeah. on, you know, like just we. Everybody takes themselves so fucking seriously and feels like everything they do has to make some kind of a social statement. Yep. Like we have two things that we need to do right now: impeach fucking Trump and get him the fuck out of here because he's doing more damage to our fucking credibility as a nation than any other human being has ever done. Like, Nixon, there are still people who are like, look, Nixon got us out of the Vietnam War. Yeah. You know, Nixon was an all right president except for that Watergate thing. Trump, even, I think even truly, like, his political supporters know that he's a disaster. Yeah. Are there still the the public that is following him blindly? There are, yeah. There are. But I think... Had he not, you know, he came out today and said that they needed to start having a discussion about gun control. Mm -hmm. Had he not made that statement, you could have watched a countdown clock like New Year's Eve on him. Yeah. And unfortunately, he was smart enough to do that. So he's still just fucking hanging on by his fingernails. Right. Otherwise, he's fucking gone. It's just a matter of time. He's 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 too he's going to be eventually indicted over this Russia Russia thing. Once they can figure out how you indict a sitting president. Right. You know, because technically it's illegal. You can't charge a sitting president. You have to impeach them, remove them from office, then charge them. Right. I don't know that you impeach a Republican president with a Republican-controlled right. House I don't know that and that's... Senate. Right. But he, there's no fucking way. I mean, so many things are happening. He's on his way out. It's just a matter of how quickly it happens and how much damage he does before he's gone. The rest of the world fucking hates us right now. A lot of us hate us right now, yeah. I think, too. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, I'm ashamed that it, w- that it happened. Yeah. But, you know, we're starting to see some things, you know, because even this, this argument of he's, he's your president, though, and, and the United States voted for him, that's starting to crumble because it's like, no, 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 no. The Electoral College voted for him. And Russia and helped. <laughs> the Ru- Russia hacked the fucking election yeah. and changed the results. Like, that's fucked up right i mean that in order for a fucking i mean that's an act of war yeah. <laughs> yeah that is i mean that that's some fucking like beyond cold war bullshit so okay at what point do they not look at the like 
they need to look at this shit like a like a contest, like the presidency, like a contest or like the Olympics. Like once somebody is deemed like to have cheated and be disqualified, like instead of Pence becoming president, it needs to go to like Hillary would have been the runner up. Like she got the second <laughs> highest amount of votes. It's like, well, I guess it's you now because this yeah. guy is probably almost as poisonous as the guy that was sitting in a seat ahead yeah, of him. Just in different ways. Do you know yeah. what I mean, though? Like, yeah. I mean, I think at least he wouldn't probably embarrass us because he probably wouldn't be on not. fucking Twitter. I mean, yeah, that is exactly. re- that is ridiculous. Yeah, that every time something that you know, we we had just had a school shooting where seventeen fucking children were What's... killed, right? And and he fucking is tweeting about some woman, uh, uh, claiming he kissed her, right? That conversation Where are your priorities, should, it shouldn't man? even be happening. Right. You should have people that deal with that shit. Yeah, you know, you have fucking lawyers. You have shit. That's that's a conversation that the dummy. That would have gotten lost. Yeah. We would have never even fucking heard of that. I know. But because of his fucking ego, he had to address it. I know. This school shooting, this is going to sound fucking horrible, was the best thing that could have happened to him in regards to that story. And he couldn't let it go. Because that story would have just fucking gone away. Instead, it, he spotlighted this woman because everybody's like, what are you talking about right now? Yeah. Why is this conversation happening right now? Look. Are you fucking insane, you old fucking bagged Legos? You <laughs> stupid bastard. You fuck, <laughs> Did you see that weird Skeletor head he's got when yeah. the wind fucking yeah. blew his hair up? <laughs> yeah. He looked like some kind of a weird fucking cancer patient fucked an avocado that fucked another dead avocado that fucked the Skeletor in the butt. He pooped out something that kind of looked like a skeleton baby. Somebody chewed it up, ate it, puked it up and then it, it, it like congealed into this mass and it was donald trump's head yeah it's gross it's yeah. real gross like it looks like sickly and just pasty it's, just, and... it's weird to me how he doesn't have people in his camp that are like yeah we're gonna take you off twitter for a while or like i will be the donald trump twitter account not you that happened a couple times um, uh last week because and like you could, you could tell that it happened well, because the entire everybody has the writer's right, voice right right Everything was different. Well, Someone because like else we live tweeting. in an age now where people get fired all the time for like what they put on social media. Yeah, but not this guy. Oh fuck, he, he can do whatever he if, wants. If he wasn't him, yeah, he would like the shit that he says. Like normal employers would be like, hey, "You're done. Get back to work. You're supposed to be working right now." Or just you're fired. That was yeah. too much. Yeah, well, like you, that, you don't get to. We don't represent that. You're like, making us look bad. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if like. Somebody that worked for fucking TJ Maxx went on the TJ Maxx fucking account, Twitter account, and was like, they say TJ Maxx closes junk. You know who's closes junk? Yeah. Like, like, no, shut the fuck up. Unless you're Wendy's, you're not going to be able to pull that shit off. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And it's so fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we find out about policy from the president's fucking Twitter. I know. And then we find out, like, you don't get the right information because he can't speak like a normal human being yeah i mean he he's he's got the fucking intellect of maybe a 13 year old he's got the emotional fucking development of a five or six year old he just he is not he doesn't okay i was in my doctor's office the day that he finally like had a press conference that acknowledged the school shooting Mm -hmm. and not a single person like he just doesn't read as believable no and like not like i looked around the waiting room and even like one of the like receptionists had come out from around the thing and was watching and not a single person in the room looked like they believed anything he had to say and the sad thing is i have no idea looking around that waiting room if any of them were his supporters but in that moment i could tell that nobody bought anything he was saying well and that's the thing like through the entire election at no point was i like you know he's got a good point there and he said it well yeah i'm just like ah maybe maybe there's a nugget of 
but Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, no. No. Yeah. Like, just shut up. Stop talking. And then the other option is her, and I'm like, oh, fuck us. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, well, I guess I know which one I'm going to vote for, because Gary Johnson just lost his mind on national television, so... He's the new Howard. I know. So so it's like, well, I I mean, of the two, I mean, clearly there's a more rational choice. Yeah. I don't like either one of them, but this guy is awful. I mean, you know, you you go, you go in, you buy a car from a car dealer and you, you're just like, they're all fucking terrible. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, this guy is an asshole. Like, yeah, I don't want to give them my business just because of this guy. Yep. We, you know, the guy that told Jenny, uh, that NADA is, "Eh, that's just a recommendation. And talk to her like she was dumber and shit. Uh, Guess where I'll never buy another car again? Yeah. Rydell. Right. Ever. Ever. Because of that fucking asshole. Because it's like, hey, you know what you do? You sell cars for a living. That's like being a hairdresser for a woman. Yeah. Like, you couldn't do anything else. So you went and did that. You're the fucking service manager. Not the service manager. The sales manager at fucking Rydell. You, You do smarmy shit and you act like an asshole. And you're going to talk down to my wife, who's way smarter than you are. Like, yeah. don't be a fucking dick. You just lost business. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have sold a $25,000 car today, and now you didn't. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Gross. look, I, I have, uh, I know people who cut hair, and I have family members that have sold cars. Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason in a lot right. of cases. You know, like, you, you just, you can't fucking live your life that way and expect, I mean, dude, look, I've made a lot of changes in my life and the way that I interact with people for a reason. Because eventually you start to realize people don't like it when you do X. Yeah. Maybe stop doing X. You know what I mean? Like, X, I know. Like, yeah. yeah. People don't like it when you do Y. Don't do Y. Right. You know, I mean, stop being so fucking wrapped up in selfishness that you don't. You forget how to interact with people. And I know a big part of that's the internet. A big part of that is walking around with these in our fucking hands all the time oh, and staring at these motherfuckers. Like, I, t- I, sometimes for work, I need to use Facebook. And it is frustrating as fuck because then I got to put it on my phone and then I use it, but then I take it back off because what I'll find is it's just like, it's mindless. I forget. I, I don't even right realize I'm doing it. it. Yeah. You know, I'll be sitting on the couch on my days off with the girls and even Hattie, you know, daddy, daddy. And she'll climb up my lap, grab my face with both her hands. Look at me. I tell you, you want something to break your fucking heart. Yeah. Be like, you're right. And I'm mad right now. I'm yeah. mad at what I'm looking at. Or I could look at you. You make me laugh. You're fucking hilarious. Um, I, a lot of times I just want to shake you. But like, th- <laughs> this is more pleasurable to me. Right, like, right, right. Why? Because it's such a habit. Like, it's, 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 it's a drug. Yeah. You know? And I mean, you can feel it in your head when you're like, oh, I want to check and see if. I haven't checked in a while. Maybe there'll be something. Yeah. And then you check it, and it's kind of like, <sighs> and then then comes the down. Yeah. When you're reading shit, and you just get angry because some asshole, you know, from fucking England is being a fucking douche, you know? And it's like, I don't even understand why. <sighs> I, I don't know. I mean. Right. I, I get like, you. Like, why? All right. We got to end on something a little bit more positive. <laughs> is uh, there anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure there is. Sure there is. <laughs> uh uh, you haven't been watching Orville, though. Have I you? haven't watched it at all. Okay, so not that I don't want to. Yeah, it's but... it's good. It's good. You should you should you should check it out. It's 
I mean, it's not like a slap your knee, fall. It's not The Office. Like, you're right. not going to laugh out loud every episode, but it's really well made, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't realize. So it's uh, Seth MacFarlane, executive produced by Seth MacFarlane. It's, it's a space comedy. Right. Um, but they do all the Star Trek stuff in it. So, like, they have space battles. They go to planets. They, it, you could do the same thing. That you know that we do with the we used to do with the WD, WB, WB shows where you yeah. could predict what types of episodes there would be throughout the first season. Right, you could do the same exact thing with Orville because oh, okay. they're hitting all the Star Trek tropes. I gotcha. Like they they encounter a civilization that isn't as advanced and they interfere, and uh, they have a you know they encounter a, a an enemy race and uh, they encounter you know they have. Uh, racial tensions on their ship because of different beliefs like right. all the same stuff that star trek did but then they also have ridiculous seth Far- mcfarland jokes of course to go along it, with right. it um so it's kind of this n- neat mixture of both but what i didn't realize like the, the production quality is phenomenal like the makeup's great the special effects are fucking awesome like it's really well done i'm like how the fuck are they getting away with this and it even has the feel like it feels like a star trek show yeah like the music is the same like the way they cut to commercial like everything is very Star Trek yeah. Next Generation. I'm like, how are they getting this so right? Executive producer Brandon Braga. Uh, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, now now yeah, it I makes it. sense. One of the guys who made Star Trek yeah. made this show. and But it's good. It's 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 fun. I, I wish you had seen it so we could talk about some of the episodes. But no, it's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. If I need some – I actually am all the way caught up now. Um, I, that's one of the things I watched while I was sick. Yeah. Um, that I watched that. I watched uh, – I've been watching Colony. Have you seen that show? Not yet. I recommend it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of what V should have been. Hmm. Um, had V been good? <laughs> gotcha. No, I uh, I finally um, legally expanded my Amazon Fire Stick. Legally? So <laughs> I I spent my sick time watching. I watched Justice League mm-hmm. and Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I watched Last Jedi another time just for the hell of it. So you watched uh, one good movie. <laughs> yes, I ended up watching one really good movie. Justice League could have been good. Had it been a different it movie? It just wasn't. Yeah, Last Jedi, pretty much the same. So yeah. that sucked. I uh... <laughs> And I think I found a decent copy of Black Panther, so I might watch that soon, but... Really? Yeah. I um... Hopefully nobody shows up in my living room and tells me to get my white ass out of there. Did that? Was that a thing? Apparently there have been some theaters where like they've been telling them to get out of there because they don't belong there. Like this movie like isn't for you yeah, kind yeah, of Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, well, I mean, yeah. technically he was, I'm pretty sure he was created by a white guy. So I don't, oh, don't want to be weird, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, that that's, uh, oh, it's not for me. Okay. What about all the white guys that have to come help him win? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know anything about the movie. Uh, I know that that particular movie, but I know that in Infinity War, uh, there's some shit that happens in Wakanda that he needs Captain America, uh, Hulk, who's technically a green guy, uh, Iron Man's help. So let's not go getting fucking cocky. I think the point of the Marvel Universe is that it needs everybody. Yeah. Okay? So somebody should fucking explain some things to people in movie theaters. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go see it in the movie theater. I have zero interest in a Black Panther movie. Yeah. Uh, the same reason that I have zero interest for in Luke Cage. Because it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a little sad that Luke Cage got canceled. Um, yeah. That it's not going to get a second season. Because it's the first one to get canceled. Yeah. And it's 
the one starring the black guy. Yeah. So I'm surprised there hasn't been more. I thought it was good. I liked it. I thought the first half of the season was good. Yeah. Um, and then it could have just ended. It could have been a six up because it just it didn't go anywhere from there. Yeah. You know, it it was just way too black exploitation after that. And it's like, look, um. Powerful black characters are awesome. Black exploitation is black exploitation. There's a word for it for a reason. Right. Like it's basically making fun or using all the stereotypes to make entertainment. And it's like Luke Cage is a great character. I enjoy him. Um, but like the the de- the detective lady was weak. Yeah. Um, the 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 woman who's was it her son or her cousin or whatever that he killed was yeah. weak. It, it just it wasn't a great. It was bad in the same way that uh, Iron Fist was a little weak. Oh, I mean, yeah, it just it didn't have all the stuff it needed to have to be great. Um, but I liked the character. I liked the character of Iron Fist. I liked the character of Luke Cage. And I'm not talking from the comics. I'm talking about the television show characters. Yeah. They were really cool. They tell just... you what, it's a good thing Punisher debuted before. Oh, this well, most they already recently... had to push it. Yeah, they had to push it because, because of, the... of the other one. That's yeah. true. Fuck. Well, you know, it's like okay. Just that in and of itself, that comment that we like both of us just made, yeah. that tells you something. Pro- a, a conversation needs to happen. Yeah, like oh shit, uh, Punisher had its release date had to be pushed because of one mass shooting, and thank God it debuted before this mass shooting. Right. You know that's not a conversation we probably had to have twenty years ago. No. I mean, I know something. Something had to get Buffy. Moved. There's one episode of Buffy they never aired during its original season run because a school shooting had just happened. Right. Yeah. Right. That was the was the clock tower one? Yes. Yeah. That episode never aired, like, in its original season. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, that was, so that must have been right around Columbine then. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it I think had, that's exactly what it was for Columbine. So it, it's, you know, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have to admit that a conversation needs to happen. I mean, yeah. it just it just does, you know, and... And that and, and that's and that's where the problem lies, right? Is that we don't have enough people. You know, a year ago, I would have been beaten. I would have been arguing. Well, it like, kind of even it, goes back know? to what I said about your whole retail experience. This is the same thing on a way different level. People are so consumed with like never being wrong, right? They always want to be right or win. Well, and it's tunnel vision. Yeah. Like, I see my thing that I'm mad about. I see it. I see it. I see it. Well, there's so much other – there's so many other moving parts. There's so mm-hmm. much other stuff going on. You have to be willing to have a conversation. No. You have to communicate with people. You can't just yell at them or talk at them. You have to listen and you have to be willing because the thing is nobody's going to get their whole way. And if they do, it's going to be a fucking disaster. Yeah. It's bad for us. It's bad for us if the conservatives get their whole way. It's bad for us if the liberals get their whole way. It's bad. It's mm-hmm. bad for us. Look at what happened when the conservatives got their way, mm-hmm. their whole way. The the right, the far right conservatives. We have a fucking shitstorm right now, a mess, because they got their way. If we had a moderate candidate that was going to do good things, that was trustworthy, that was believable, you wouldn't have had a fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. A nice, a moderate candidate that everyone believed in, that had credibility. But because there's this vacuum now, right now, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a, a Democratic vacuum right now, too, because Hillary ain't going to run again. Right. So there's this vacuum that you're only going to have young people running. You know, you're going to have your new Barack Obamas or whatever that have no experience. And a lot of people feel burned by that. You know, that we had a president who started out with no experience and only catered to certain segments of the society. They don't want to go through that again. You have a power vacuum there. You have to have a legitimate. Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. 
I mean, if Joe Biden doesn't run, the the Democrats are going to be in real trouble yeah. because they don't have anybody with any track record, and they're going to be in trouble. You know, and I don't know what the fucking Republicans do to fix their party. I did notice that Marco Rubio did make some statements, uh, calling some people out um, about their statements um, about the 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 shooting. Uh, I think he was the one that had basically said that anyone claiming that these kids were actors were vile pieces of scum. And I'm like, good for you. He has some flashes yeah. of brilliance. Yeah, where you're you know? like, oh, I can identify Well, you know, that. after after he knew he wasn't going to win, and they asked him, you know, will you support Donald Trump as your candidate? He was like, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there are some things. <laughs> did, you, did you see... Um, Elon Musk, like right after the SpaceX thing and the Tesla went into space and all yeah. that, Trump got on Twitter and praised him and was like, it's great. It's great to see what the good old fashioned American ingenuity and whatever can do. And he goes, I'm from South Africa, you idiot. That uh, wasn't real. It wasn't it? No. So nah, I, I wish that, that would have yeah. been so great. Yeah, that but wasn't like real. just. No, he actually thanked him for, really? you know, and, and said Damn, it was like, um, I don't know if he said it was like a multi country or I don't know what he had said. Right. He's like, it's great. You know, he, he, he Elon Musk my is favorite very though, gracious. My favorite so. though was the people are like, you know, he just, he was just him getting rid of a dead hooker, right? <laughs> was in the <laughs> trunk of that car. <laughs> this has been episode 294 of Misinformation Podcast with you as always. I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Yeah, 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 you. You. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you. just heard the misinformation theme song hostile you by the matt lees band thanks for listening